Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season three of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 16. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome back, Sister J. Welcome back, <coughs> Sister K. And today we're going to be talking about episode five. We're halfway through called Kissed by Fire. So there's only 10 episodes? There's only 10, so we're halfway through. Okay. Yeah. Already, it seems like it's gone like that. Okay. So you start. Uh, You pick where we go. It's the same thing every (coughs) single episode. Well, then you shouldn't have no questions. (laughs) Come on with it. We gonna start with them, them, them... Brotherhood without banners, and they getting ready to fight. Uh, Beric is getting ready to fight the Hound. Yes. And, I mean, this was a little nonsensical, it seems to me. But. Why nonsensical? Well, because, you know, all the lighting up the sword with the fire. I thought he was going to light up the sword with the fire and then say some little prayer or something, and it goes out, and then they have a regular fight. But he's fighting him with the sword on fire. That's kind of ridiculous. Well, no, it's not, because he's fighting for the Lord of the Light, and that's how they obviously fight. Well. The thing that got me is that the Hound didn't, it didn't affect him like I thought it would affect him. No. I didn't think it would affect him either, because, I mean, the Hound is formidable. That's why he's always, you know, sought after for, like, the bodyguard and stuff, you know, of somebody. It's because not only is he tall and big, but he can actually fight. So, yeah, but I still thought the fire shooting around would, you know, cause him some issues since that's, you know, what happened at the Blackwater. Well, <clears throat> but he took care of business, Jack. He mm-hmm. kind of got a little, his little shield caught fire and he got kind of, um, I don't know, kind of paused for a second. Well, but it no, didn't, it didn't matter. I mean, he. Exactly. I mean, he was going to win. You know, he's two feet taller than the dude, first of all. He was down on the ground, Jack. Yeah, well, you know, that's just so it's not totally one sided. You know what I mean? It's not like he was ever going to win. little bloodthirsty ass. (laughs) Well, because she's, she's, he was one of the people on her list. Yeah. Everybody else standing around talking about guilty, guilty, guilty. And well, she's the only one yelling, kill him! That's <laughs> who they thought he was about to lose. Yeah. But when he sliced through that dude's shoulder, shoulder. Mm-hmm. Whoop, I said, that's nasty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and see, Thoros being the red priest, he starts immediately praying and shit. Yeah, but I, at the time, though, you're, I'm like, okay. No, I mean, because I know he's the priest, then yeah, of course he would do that. I know, but I didn't think that and, would mean And that. I was sitting there thinking, what the, what the hell Arya thinks she going to do? She thinks she's going to stick it. Oh, please. But what I was going to say is, um, I didn't know when he was praying over him that he was trying to bring him back. Well, yeah, we didn't know that part. Yeah, but when Not he until stood now. up, and I was like, what the fuck? And you can see the hounds like, what the shit? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, does that mean he's going to go back? But no, he kept his little word. Mm-hmm. And, he did. And I mean... At least they're honorable. Yeah. They yeah. might be rogues, but they're honorable well, rogues. But, they, but I think they're, again, 
they will kill mm-hmm. those people that prey on the weak. So that yep. gives them some level of honor. And like he said, he said, well, you know, the Lord of Light's not through with you yet. Nope. Even though you ain't dying today, but he's not <clears> through <throat> with you yet. So they let him go, which is appropriate. Aria, go to hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, she just talking <laughs> more shit. So next time we see them, um, Gendry is... is no, the hound is pissed because he wants gold. That they, I guess, promised him yeah. if he um, survived. And they're like, well, you'll have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I.O.U. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, good. fuck this shit. That's because they're they going to go and try to get it from Rob. Right. I think if they ransom. See, for Arya. For see. Arya or their mm-hmm. reward or whatever you yeah. call it. Well, she's saying, oh, you're, you're selling me. He said, well, yeah, something like that. But he, uh, 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 Thoros is, is looking at it like. A reward for you know bringing her back safely and stuff. And, and she, ha- yeah, go ahead. Ha- but I just gonna say, especially in this episode, man, you can really tell how she has grown up. Yeah, because she's looking a, a lot more mature than she did. But I mean, she is belligerent. Belligerent. Like, well, but it's more like I'm your prisoner. He's like, well, if you want to see it that way, mm-hmm. she's like, well, it is that way. It, yeah, that's what it is. It is that way. Yeah. I'm like, girl, look, he said he's going to bring it to your damn brother. Well, and then when she's talking to Gendry, and she said, what you doing? Because he's fixing, <laughs> he's fixing a bearing uh, armor. She said, what you doing? Well, I'm fixing his armor. Well, why? Why? <laughs> why are you trying to help him? Help him. I mean, we supposed to be, we going to be going to, to my brother tomorrow. I like what Gendry told her, though. He said, no, it made I more stay, sense. I'm going to stay with the brotherhood. He said, because it's know. my choice. Yeah. He says, I've been serving people my whole life. And she's like, well, but then you'll be serving him. And he's like, but they choose their leader. Exactly. And so that there's something to say about mm-hmm. that word. And I choose to, to yeah. stay here because I never had a family before. And that's pitiful, ain't it? I yeah. never had a family before. And this is like my family. And Aria, I, and, uh, I realize she's trying to persuade him, but that was a stupid thing to say. Well, but I'm your family. I mean, she grew up in a whole big family. Come on no, now. She said, I can, be your, I can right. be your family. But she ought to understood that. Well, whatever. You she's know. just upset that he's leaving. Well, of course. Yeah, of or course. that they won't be together, you know, they won't stay around each other. I so. like what he said to her, though. <clears throat> that was really he said, sweet. Well, no, you would be my lady. Yeah, you'd be my lady. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of looked like, uh-oh, that, that's, that's it. He... I can't persuade him. I can't do nothing. Yeah. So she had to. So that's know, why she's salty it. the whole damn episode. Yeah, she was a little belligerent to so, the whole thing. But this other, the next scene was interesting to me mm. because um, when she's talking to Thoros and they're going through your prisoner right. and ransom a lot of shit, and then Barrett comes out and she's like, "Well, how? I thought you died." And he said, "Well, I did." And she's like, "What? Well, how did you know? What, well, how did that it happen? was interesting at first because he, when he sat down." She's scowling at him because she's mad. <laughs> yeah, because he left him alive. But she's scowling, and he says, are you afraid of me? And she, she looks at him like, please. <laughs> no. He, no. You know, like, because I'm sure that's probably what he thought, see. Then he explained, you know, how he's been bought back, what, what did he say, times. six times. Yep. But each time it gets a little. He loses some of his Yeah. Life. He loses a little piece of himself, I thought. Now, the thing that kind of got me, because I was like, girl, you need to kind of back off the anger a tad bit. Exactly. But what got me, though, is when she said, well, can you bring back a man with no head? 
Yeah. And Thoreau said, no, nah, it both, don't, don't they, work like that. They both paused, though, and looked at her mm-hmm. like, mm, we know what you... And she yeah. says, not six times, just once. Just once. Isn't that sad, though? Mm-hmm. I, I felt kind of bad for her. And she had little, little tears in her mm-hmm. eyes. <clears throat> He's like, yeah, it didn't work that way. She's yeah. like, mm. Yep. No, Ned gone, girl. Your father was a good man. She's like, yeah. I wouldn't wish my life on anyone. She's like, yeah, I would, but because you're alive. Yeah. Which, that was good, too. Mm-hmm. That was sad. Bless her heart. But that's the way it go. But I am hopeful, like I said before, that, you know, by the next episode or at least the next t- uh, two episodes away, that she is reunited with Rob at River Run or wherever they're going to have her. And that storyline is, is yeah. done. As I far hope as- they just get there without any damn issues. Well, I just want her to get there so Rob knows, oh, yeah, she's alive and she's yeah. fine and everything. So he don't have to be, you know, look, looking around for that for her, too. They don't even know she's loose. Nobody knows she's loose. Yeah, well, but she'll be able to tell him. Well, but he'll know because she's loose. But, I mean, yeah. nobody except for these random people that find her mm-hmm. know that she's not even at King's Landing. So, yeah, they don't have true. any inkling. They think she's there with, you know, Sansa. Well, okay. And, let's so. move. Let's hurry up and quickly get over the worst Parts of the whole episode. <laughs> and that's the effing Jon Snow and Egret. Oh. oh, Lord. This oh, was so dumb. Dumb, is... dumb, dumb, dumb. Well, it's not dumb. It was stupid. Well. Damn. Oh, it's... It, it, the only thing I have to say really about that nerves. whole scene is... I don't know where people think it's cute to see bones. Yeah. Through skin. Yeah. That's not cute. How is that even attractive or appealing? I don't know. I don't get it. But just boniness. I'm like, oh my goodness. Mm, please. Flat ass, no shape. Please. Well, she had a shape. But oh, not, please. She just had bones. Mm. <clears throat> anyway. Anywho. Well, it, the very first part. Of, I was irritated from the very first part. No, the first part I liked. Oh, please. The second so part irritating. with them running through the cave Eat and all it. that. Egret, Egret, oh please! Come but on, writers! Very... Now don't don't make us dislike the John Snow now. Well, we did most Shit. of last season. Come on now. Well, I'm saying it's the very first part with John Snow where um, Orel, the warg, is asking him questions about the wall and how it's guarded and stuff. I kind of like that scene. Because you can see this battle where John's like, how much I feel like it's him thinking, okay, how honest can I really be? Well, of course. But they know that. And, yeah, which is why he kept questioning they know that. Ass. <clears throat> but there is definitely not no thousand men at... Um, no, because they all left. Right, at the, uh, the, the Night's Watch. Well, no, he said just at the Night's Watch. That watch. No. What he said was he was asking about that particular location. Right. There are three different locations on the wall. No, there's more than that. But he said, how many right. are manned? Right. And he gave him the three. And he said, well, how many is at the Night's Watch? Or the... Well... Whatever the one... Castle But Black, what sorry. I recall, he Castle told Black. him there were 19 stations. <clears throat> and that's when that question became, yeah, but how many of them are manned? And he said three. three. And he gave the, each one... Yep. And he said, how many at Castle Black? And he mm-hmm. said a thousand, and that's when mm-hmm. Aurel said, "Well, don't be lying." Right. He said, <coughs> "What happens to that bird if I kill you? Does it float up in the sky or does it fall to the ground?" I thought that was funny. I'm like, John, what 
the hell you gonna do? Mm. And he all big and bad with these men, and he's running out. Egret, egret. Oh please! <laughs> but did you notice when oh, the Aurel dude was was about to jump on Egret, um, Tormund? Snatched him up real quick. Mm-hmm. And since he's got red hair, I'm thinking, I wonder if they're related. Could be your daddy. Yeah, daddy, brother, something. Because mm-hmm. he jumped quick when that dude was about to get her. Anyway, that was about it. And I don't really care to talk about the other scenes. Yeah, I mean, it's stupid. <clears throat> okay, so we they screw gonna, in this case. It wasn't yeah. stupid. It was, oh, yeah, we knew it was, was going to happen at some point. It was unnecessary. First of all, but it was, was too, too damn long. long. Yes. All they had to do was show him coming out the cave. Going in the cave, coming out the cave. We know. No, I mean. Oh, please. They didn't have to spend as much time in the cave. It was way too long. But I get that they had to show. We knew it was going to happen. Oh, please. But we didn't need to see anyway. waste five whole minutes on it. All right, let's move on. Which one? Where do you want to go? Brianna and Jamie. Poor thing. Oh, that was good. Now. The, okay, this episode is the first episode that I felt some sympathy for Jamie Lannister. Oh, I've been feeling it. I have not. But I this know. episode, I felt real bad for him. Yeah, I did too. First of all, at the beginning of the scene, that dude didn't have to be so mean. Well, he is mean. He is mean, though. The and lock, he just thought lock guy right and he just thought lord, was lord bolton funny. was going to agree with him right like oh yeah look we but got his hand trust that lord bolton is that nice no he's not <clears throat> but he at least treated him with some kind of respect exactly and but make no mistake jamie is a prisoner oh yeah yeah now what i don't quite get is if is what what he really feels about Brienne. Meaning Lord Bolton. Well, he said Lady... Right. Lady Tarth, or whatever her name is. No, he said... Lady Brienne, or... He said... Lady, or something. He just said Milady, and he says, uh, you know, cut cut her loose, and and he tells her, you are under my protection now. That's what he says. Yeah. So, that that lets you know, nothing's going to happen to Brienne anyway. But then, when Jamie turned, you know, asked him about what happened at... That was me. That was me. He did that shit on uh-huh. purpose. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. He was safe. You can see it in that Lord Bolton's face. He was savoring, making him suffer. Cause that lets you know. Oh yeah, the, everybody know that he. Uh, oh yeah. Well, we've been saying that. Everybody, everybody in the whole kingdom knows that, that he be screwing his sister. Yeah. Mm mm mm. Because he didn't say, oh, you want to know about your daddy? No. You want to know about your brother? A, and your but sister. But your sister. Your sister. How do I say this? I know. She is alive and well. <laughs> I mean, that that was that was uh, brutal, though. Yeah. That was brutal. And then Jamie just kind of fell over. And then he says, uh, Jamie's not well. Jamie, uh, or... Yeah. Sir Sir Lannister, Sir, Sir Jamie. Jamie. Sir yeah. Jamie's Sir not Jamie well. Is Take not him well. to to Kyburn. And now you get the you <sighs> get the feeling that Kyburn was supposed to be a Meister, like Meister Picel, but they stripped him of his little doctor stuff because he, he said my experiments were a little too bold. What the <laughs> hell was he doing? Some shit on some people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know? Oh, man. Now, this is where the first time I felt sympathy for Jamie. Well, I did. 
When he said, I don't, when he said, first I said, hey, first of all, I would have had two, three doses of milk of the poppy. Thank you. You know. I said, Ooh, knock my Lord. ass Knock out. me out. Do whatever. And then he didn't want him to take his arm. Nope. Which I, I, I get, I guess. Well, sure you but get But look, it. if it's going to cause me to survive, take yep. what you need to take. And then he's going to try to jump bad and choke the fool. And say, I don't need my right hand to choke, uh, kill your ass. And he's choking him. Now, that Kyburn was pretty cool because I would have been like, well, then shit, go on in. <laughs> no, because he, he had sat been, there and he he'd like, been commanded to help him. All right, so. well, I could, I could probably just cut away some of the dead skin and go and, from there. And no, he said, I can cut away the rotting flesh Ugh. and then I can, I can maybe deal with the other parts by boiling wine. Yeah, boiled wine. Boiled wine. And I thought, ooh, Ugh. Lord, that's going to hurt. I couldn't watch that scene. I had oh, my, I did. I had my hand over my eyes. I did. Eyes. I, like, I watched it. I thought, what? poor. And I did feel sorry for Jamie. Uh, uh, I said, poor guy, because, you know, Ugh. I know that had the height. Oh, hell. Mm, mm, mm. I couldn't have done it. Then the next time we so see him. So we were him, talking about how, oh. you know, there ain't no medicine. They've been having this motherfucker in dirt. Everything. Shit and everything else. Yep. You can imagine how nasty. Well, he just looked nasty too. He got did. blood and mud and shit all over his face. He just looked nasty. <laughs> so the so the next scene we see them, I was happy to see them because they in the bath. Brienne is looking really cute, scrubbing Honey, her scrubbing herself when in the he bath. Said, before he said anything, I'm thinking, girl. Don't that shit hurt? I know she's scrubbing herself. And I scrub and then, then Jamie comes in and says, uh, you know what? Uh, if you do that too hard, you, you'll rub the skin off. And she's looking at him like, what the hell are you doing up in there? And he said, I'm getting ready to take a bath. So he has the little squire guy helping with the shirt, but then he, he, you know, makes him leave. And when he was getting in that tub and Brianne's talking about, hey, hey, there's another tub bath <laughs> over there. I was because she was like, hey, don't dirty up my shit. That's what I was thinking. Because he was like, dirty. My ass is somewhat clean. Get your nasty ass. He was dirty and bloody. In the other fucking tub because <laughs> I don't want all that nastiness <laughs> over here. And he talking about, mm, don't worry, I don't want none of you. I'm thinking, now you don't have to be mean. We realize you hurting and everything, but Look, you know, we don't. You know what? You don't if have you to be just mean. had your hand and arm I know. Jack with and put boiled wine on it, I know. Your ass be testy too. You, you be testy too, Because so your I... ass is testy with just regular <laughs> Anyway, so, so, you know, he's trying to tell her, look. I don't care. I don't care about he you. He says, you know. You you uh, swore oath to take me into King's Land, take me back in one piece. He said, "Well, you ain't doing such a good job." He said, "No wonder Jamie died on your or uh, Renly was killed on your watch." She Honey, stood up. She got pissed and said, "Fuck this mess." She stood up. Now I I gotta say, this is the first time on this show that they done showed a woman naked who was shapely and had some meat on her bones. Oh no, Roz. Yeah, Ross too. Ross and the other. But husband. I mean, she looked good. I said, "Ooh, look at this woman." She was hot too. She was mad. Yeah, she was pissed. She didn't even say nothing. No, she just stood up like, "Ooh, looking I'm at him." Beat you down. And he could see him. He was like, mm, "Yeah, I don't went too far with." My, yeah, I didn't went too far. Finally, uh-huh. I done pissed her off, good uh-huh. and royal. Uh-huh. And so he he says, 
you know, look, I apologize. That was that was way overboard. Mm-hmm. And she's like, don't mock me. He's like, no, I'm trying to apologize to you. No, he says, let's have a truce. Yeah. And she says, you got to have trust to have a truce. I like that line. Mm-hmm. She said, you got to have trust to have a truce. And he said, well, I, but I trust you. So yeah. then she sat down. Yeah. You know. And then she and gave she him this looked, look. Yeah. Well, she gave him what we call the side eye. She did. She yeah. rolled her eyes and gave him the side eye. And he said, oh, there's that look there's I've been seeing look. for 17 years. And then I like, this was interesting to me. Because this was a good scene. the full true story. The full story. Of what happened. We got kind of a partial story before, mm-hmm. which I kind of was okay with that other story because. Well, yeah. It, kind of, it made sense it made at sense the time. But this is the real truth. And it I thought to myself. Detail. I thought to myself, okay, he done kind of redeemed himself to me. Yeah. Because he is certainly correct. If it was your father, what would you do? Yeah. Yep. Him yeah. saying that <clears throat> that Eric Targaryen, which we knew was crazy. Yeah. Had that wildfire everywhere. And mm-hmm. like to burn his folk up and just watch them burn. Watch their flesh burn from their body. He said, I told him my daddy was coming and my daddy don't pick no loser. Mm-hmm. And so you need to give up peacefully because this shit gonna kick off whether you want it to or not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I kind of felt bad. And then when he said, yeah. and that's how Ned Stark found me with you know after he slit his throat, and she said, well, why didn't you tell him if this is true? When she said, well, if this is true, you mm-hmm. see his face like, oh, she don't believe me. Mm-hmm. Even after all this, she don't believe me. <coughs> And when he said, oh, Honorable Ned, he had judged me before he even, the first second he put his eyes on me. And you could see the hurt in his face about yeah. it. Because he was probably young and probably looked up to Robert and Ned right. at the time. And, and I could when see- he said, what right does a wolf have to judge a lion? Yeah. I like when they kind of put their sigils in Yeah, I like that, I like that too. And you could tell he was getting agitated. Mm-hmm. and. Yeah. And then he just killed fell out. over. Yeah, he fell out. Well, because I'm sure he probably shouldn't have probably been bathing in a whole tub of steaming water so soon after, you know. Shit, his ass is weak, probably. Yeah, he probably is. needed to go lay his ass down somewhere. Yeah. I hope they give him a damn knife so they can shave him. Or something. <clears throat> something. That but at least, he, at least he got a bath because he was nasty. Yeah. And Ooh, then when she nasty. catches him and says, the Kingslayer, help. The yeah. Kingslayer, when he said Jamie. No, he said, my name is, is Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. I felt bad for him there. Mm-hmm. I really did. Because I thought, yeah, he's an asshole, but he got feelings too. And and he's been, he's been really, really beat he's up. Been, yeah, he's been jacked. And on HBO Go, they had some really interesting behind the scenes stories. And they actually spoke with. Brienne, a.k.a. her real name, Gwendolyn Christie, Mm. about some of her thoughts about that scene in the tub and how she kind of softens a little bit towards Jamie as she understands the story and that he is honorable. Mm -hmm. So I like that. I like those little details they give us about the characters. Mm -hmm. Okay, do you want to do Daenerys? Because it was really short. That Uh, scene with um, Jorah... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and Sir Barristan Selmy, and they're kind of swapping stories about the, you know, well, their old Well, this is the first days. time I like, 
I like the way Jorah handled the whole conversation. Well, because he letting them know, uh, you just got here. I don't know what your intentions are. Well, <clears throat> but I, I don't. I didn't like it just because it reconfirms Jorah's sneaky ass. He is sneaky ass. You yeah, know, he is trying to pump him. For information, basically, about what do you know? Yeah. Oh, were you on a small council? Mm-hmm. How did Robert get that information about her? Mm-hmm. He wanted her dead. No, good and effing well, he the one. Mm-hmm. And then when he did say that line about, I don't know where you've been, while you was doing all that, I was helping save her from these assassins. No, motherfucker, you was the one that helped free the assassins. <laughs> now, I get it. Before he knew her and fell in love with her, he was doing that, mm-hmm. but still, he has to take his his responsibility for it. In my well, opinion. but but uh, 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 the other guy, I don't, I don't forget. Sell me, Mariston. Yeah, he, he, he told him true. He said, "Well, he says, you know, it's not going to work for you to come up in there with with uh, Khaleesi because you still a traitor in everybody's eyes." Yeah. Your name is still Mud in right. Westeros. So what it look like? You coming up in there. And I didn't get that last part when he mm-hmm. said, you know, we all need to do what needs to be done. We both want to see her rule, don't we? Mm-hmm. And Jorah's like, well, I only take my orders from her. And I don't know what your intentions are. So That's I didn't what get he what, he, what he was saying. I don't think that Sarah, uh, well, Barristan was telling him, no, this is what you need to do. No, but. He he got that attitude and that response because he told him, uh, everybody still think of you as a traitor over there. And if you come up in there with her, then they're going to think uh, you're going to sully her claim. That's yeah. what he was trying to say. And he didn't like that. That's like somebody talking about your mama or something. You know, he didn't like that. So he, that's why it, that's the way I took it. That's why he said what he said. I don't know what your intentions are. I just was like, mm-hmm. you know, why are you jumping bad, Jorah? Mm-hmm. Because when somebody tells you some shit that's true. That you don't want to hear. That you don't want to hear. That's what yeah, you do. That's true. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. So we um, get to see Khaleesi because I was like, I'm tired of them talking. I know. Um, but she goes and talks to her unsullied officer. You know, mm-hmm. she's told them to elect a leader. Mm-hmm. I guess for their from their officers for all their troops and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so this little guy comes up. He was cute. He was cute. Took off his little helmet mm-hmm. and she's asking him for his name and it's Grey Worm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Grey Worm, what? And so Masande um, tells her, well, they're all ordered to pick a new wow. name when they become the Unsullied, and wow. it has to be like a name wow. for vermin. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, She's like, oh, no. Well, you know what? Y'all pick your own name. Pick the <laughs> name that your mom and daddy gave you. Or something you else. you are no longer slaves. You're free people. So you get to pick what your own name. And this was so sweet. Wasn't it when sweet? When he said, I, love I like this name. Mm-hmm. This is a lucky name. My other name that I was born into slavery with or, you know, yeah. born with was not lucky. But this name was the name that I had when... Daenerys Thorborn freed mm-hmm. me and be, let me become a free man. Mm-hmm. And her face. I know. Was kind of like. Oh. She was kind of like in all like. It's like she uh, wanted to cry. I know. But she can't. She's like, mm, I can't cry. She can't. She can't. Mm-mm. 
That was that like was that. really good. And yeah, and you know what? I thought about that, and I thought, you know, yeah, he's got a point because that's the name he had when he was made free. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so evidently, all the rest of them gonna keep their names too. Apparently, mm-hmm. apparently, so. Yeah, that was a good scene. It was. It good. was short, it but was it was so good. Short though. Mm-hmm. It was like, good though. We could have added more of that and taken some of that other shit away. He gritting John shit out. Anyway. Anyway, okay. Who else? Uh, uh, do we want to do um, Stannis while we're over? Yeah, let's do Stannis while we're over there. Okay. This crazy motherfucker. I'm sorry. Who? Stannis. He is crazy. He was getting on my nerves. Okay. You think he's crazy? Yes, Lord. Okay. As I we, think his as we get into it, I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. But anyway, so he goes to visit his wife. His wife up in this tower. Police in this tower as she's praying to the Lord of the Light. And how come her ass is living up there and he's living in the castle? Mm. See, that's they didn't explain that shit. Well, I how I come she done locked herself away over there? Because that's the way the Lord of the Light wants it, apparently. Mm. So she's like, oh, I've prayed for you to come to me. Mm. She's trying to boost him up and tell him he's doing what he needs to do and whatever. And we see these thalidomide babies in the background. He's trying to confess to her. He's done fucked around. Let's talk about these damn babies in in the jar, in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. That was freaky. Well... She done got these three three stillborn births, human beings, in a jar of liquid lined up on this high shelf. Oh, that's nasty. That's some crazy shit. I think it is, but she wanted to, oops, sorry. She wanted to keep them. Mm So, anyway, and she's saying, well, but you know, I know all that. Melisandre's told me everything. She has been able to do what I couldn't do, which is give you a son. Mm. And is she talking about that damn smoke baby? Shadow baby. That smoke baby. Yes. That black ass smoke baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. That ain't no son. He's a smoke baby. So, yeah, she's talking about that shadow baby. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just praising the word of the light and Melisandre, Melisandre's mm-hmm. um, actions and whatever needs to be done can be done yep and he's looking at her like shocked like oh like she done you do i done screwed this woman and you ain't mad that's the way his look is like damn mm. to me she crazy yeah because she talking about i wept with joy when she told me that she done slept with my husband and gave him a damn black shadow baby <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> whose only function was to was to creep around like some smoke and go kill Renly. His and we brother. ain't seen him since. Mm-mm. Damn. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, and obviously it's been a while since he's seen her ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. he he says, well, I came, what do you say? I wanted to uh, come and see her or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh. Oh, you why? want to see her too? Yeah, why? That, that doesn't. You don't need to be distracted by anything. Why you want to see her? Mm. And, and I'm thinking, what? Yeah, I knew <clears> it so, was a, a, his daughter. And so, um, but she she's says, like, well, you don't need the permission from right, me. You're that's the king. The, that's the main thing to me. That's the main thing of this whole scene. 
And that is, he already knew he didn't need to go and see her. But because he's feeling guilt, that's why he went to see her. Now, he won't feel guilty anymore because she done told him that stupid shit. Yeah. Oh, Melisandre told me everything and I just wept with joy for you. Come on, crazy ass. I know. Then he goes to see his little girl. This is what pissed me off. Shireen. Yeah, she is so cute. Oh, she's Oh, she's singing a little tune and everything. She's really sweet. And, you know, at first... You can tell how the shit gonna go because she runs to him and he don't even hardly acknowledge her. He looked like, oh, shit. She's touching me. That's what he looked like to me. I thought, ooh. But when he tells her that shit about Davos, that pissed me off. Well, I mean, I think he, I think he like, he loves her. It's his daughter. But she has deformities and he doesn't know how to handle it. And... She just goes on talking and, you know, chatting like a little kid would do. All he had to do was and, say. Yeah. Yeah, he's back and he's not available. No. He didn't have to say that shit that he said to her. He told her the truth. I put, he's a he's traitor in my eyes and he's a, his ass in the dungeon. What else he gonna tell her? He didn't have to tell her like he Why told not? her. Well, that's my opinion. He didn't have to tell her. There was no sensitivity there. There was no nothing there. It was... Stannis is no. not sensitive. We know that. Well, he on my shit list. Stannis is not a people person. He is on my he shit don't know list. don't to talk to people. Because the only reason he got that little girl locked up is because she's a, 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 well, a deformity. Yeah. And she's a girl. And, and she's a girl. And he knows he can't never... Or he probably feels like he can't never marry her off because she's got that... That that deformity. Stannis, we know since we first saw his ass, is not someone who can talk to people. Nobody really likes him, as yeah. Rinley said. That's true. He's too curt. He doesn't bullshit people. He doesn't have social graces. He just yeah. tells shit. That's and just so awful, though. He would not change that up for his family. Well, and it pissed me it off. It also probably made him angry, So, which is why he said it that way, that she was so concerned about Davos. Yep, it did. Instead of saying, hey, Dad, what about you? But it made me mad. Well, you know, look. It made me mad because I said, you know what? F you. Well, yeah, I mean, Dennis is not nice. Yeah, he, mm-mm. he's not. But I mean, I um, she was like, I like this little girl, I do and too. I like how they showed her relationship with Davos because later, yeah, she sneaks down to the dungeon. She sure does. Talks to him, and he's like, "What are you doing down here?" She's like, "Oh, well, you know, I just wanted to see you, and my dad told me, but I don't care. You're my friend because he's the only person probably who ever talks, talks to, to her, her and gives her attention and, and mm-hmm. does anything with her instead of just looking at her face. Like, yeah. oh shit, what am I going to do? Yeah, because he carved that little boat for her, right, or that ship for Which her. Tells you they have some history. The, uh, now, in that scene where we see her go down to the dungeon, that was the sweetest yes, scene. It was. That was one of the best scenes I think in in the this episode. Yeah, because it was really it it really shows the character of this little girl, mm-hmm. but it also shows the character of Davos. Davos. And you know, I liked him anyway because it was. Making me mad when when Stannis had him locked up in the dungeon in the first place. Yeah, but this is gonna be a good thing for him. 
Yeah, because she tells him, look, the little fat dude that's guarding the place drinks and goes to bed every time. So every time he's on guard, I'll come down here and bring you a book. I know you're going to be bored. Yeah. So you can read mm-hmm. this book. And he's kind of like, uh, um, well. Um, I can't read the words. I can't read. And she's I can't like, read the words. And he looked like he was a little embarrassed to He say did. It. He did. She's like, yeah. oh, it's easy. I can teach you. Just like a kid, uh-huh. though. She didn't even, she didn't even hesitate on that. Nope. Like. Like, oh, you can't read? She just went right on. Oh, it's easy. Look. I can teach you. Look. See, A, John, it's just like egg, A-E-G, when you see that. And he wasn't even looking at the book. He was looking at her. I know. And that was a cute part to me. She's trying Mm -hmm. to show him. Yeah. He's like, well, I'll just come down here every time and we can, I can teach you. Teach you. you. So he going to learn how to read out of that. See? And his son always wanted him to learn how to Mm -hmm. read. Well, he wanted him to learn how to read so he could read the Bible. Bible, but But still. Well, he'll be able to now. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. that might help him actually do it because mm-hmm. his son's gone. Yeah. And here he's got this little girl who mm-hmm. obviously likes him and wants to spend time with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really sweet. I thought sweet. that was cute. Yeah, that was really now, sweet. She, they, um, they did have her in the books, mm-hmm. but they had, um, I was wondering how when they were going to bring the wife and the daughter into the equation. So I'm glad to see that they did that, mm-hmm. at least in the first two. All right. That I read. So I hope we get to see them again. I hope so. Yeah. I, I like them together. I do too. Okay, let's see. Where else do we need to talk about? We need to talk about Rob and we need to talk about King's Landing. Let's do let's do Rob first. Okay. Um, River Run. <sighs> this was disturbing to me. It was really disturbing. I did not like this. They didn't have to kill them little boys. All. I realize the guy is full of hate and vengeance I'm like, where and stuff. What the hell is this coming from all of a sudden? Because he's mad. Because uh, he is mad not only at the Lannisters, but he's mad at Rob and and Catelyn. Because in his mind, Rob has done nothing to Catelyn because she's his mama. Yeah. Even well, though she did a treasonous act. That's true. Just like anybody else. So that, so that's every time he sees her and stuff, that's like piping him up. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. piping him up. It's piping him up. And you got them two little bitty Lannister great grandchildren to Tywin. Nephews. Yeah, great grandnephews. I mean, they 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 fourteen years old. That they're not anywhere remotely in that the whole Lannister royal family thing, but he goes and kills him. And oh. Lady Talissa's been tending to them. That's just awful. I know. He goes and kills him. First of all, it wasn't even necessary. It wasn't necessary. No. First and of like all, Rob he tells killed, him, wait a he had to kill up some of their own guards yes. to kill the yes. boys. Yes, because he had to get to them. Yeah. That, that's that was the noise that the boy, the one boy heard yeah. when he was trying to wake up Willem. And he was trying to tell him, I'm only a squire. I don't, I didn't do anything. Oh, that was awful. And then when they had him laid out yep. and then Rob and everybody was looking at him. Rob I like, mad. Oh, I was like, ooh, Rob going to. Rob is mad. Deal. Okay. Before we go further. Oh, God. This is the first thing I thought about that scene. What the is Lady Catelyn doing sitting there? Why her bitch ass ain't in prison? What the hell is she doing even sitting there looking at all this? And I don't blame no, that. she needed to look at it. Oh, hell no. I, she, no her she ass needed to, need to be gone. No, she needed to look at it. Like the, Now, I will say this. Oh, uh, he, he told it true, though. Right, like the Carstark dude said, 
Oh, your mama did this. Your, your mama, mama need to look at when Rob yeah. said, "Look at them." He's like, "Your mama need to look at them." <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was like, good. I don't need to do shit. Your mama. Your need to mama need to look at them. She started this shit. shit. Okay, and I agree with that. Okay. Ooh, now that's part I did agree with. I thought, yeah, you I don't have a problem with Catelyn being there. Oh shit! But she it was somebody, nerves. you know, it needed to be said, and he said it. He done. He did. No, he said yeah. some more shit that he probably shouldn't have. I know because he basically. But I think he did. I on, love what he said I think though. He did it on purpose though. Oh, of course he was agony. He I love what he said. He said, "Didn't your daddy ever teach you that, boy?" Hmm. See, and to me, what he was saying, Cardstock was saying was, since how you, uh, you obviously taking uh, cues from your mama. Yep. And yeah, then, that's what he was and then when, trying um, to say. And your wife. And then when he said, uh, oh, dang, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. He was talking about um, when uh, the uncle, Blackfish, yep. popped him. Popped him in and, the face. And then he said. Oh, well, let me just let him tell me what I did and then send me off to my cell like he does everybody else who, who betrays him. Who commits treason. Who commits that's treason. what he said. And, and he looking right at Cat. Right. Lady Cat. And that's when Rob, when he's, when I was like, okay, he's making Rob make the yeah. decision. Yeah. Uh-huh. For him. Uh-huh. He said, okay, hang them all and put him in a cell. Mm-hmm. And the one little. Dude, the one little boy said, wait, wait. I didn't do anything but watch for the guards. For the guards. He said, hang all of them and make him watch. Hang him last. <laughs> I'm I dead. I was, like, I was rolling. I said, okay, now, Rob, you're going to be ruthless. Be gangster with it. Yeah. That was some ruthless that shit. That was. He's like, but I didn't. They made me do it. He's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, And then um, when Lady Talissa was kind of stepping forward, like, mm-hmm. okay, but then she stopped herself. She did stop, didn't she? Which I'm glad that she did because yep. um, his other uncle was still in there. Mm-hmm. And his other uncle's talking about, uh, you don't want to do this because the Karstarks are the largest part of our mm-hmm. bannermen. Mm-hmm. And if you do this, he said, we just have to just, you know, let this lay low. Let's not let word get out mm-hmm. until this And then Catelyn going to speak up. That's probably what made him kill the dude. No, he was going to anyway. Right, but Lady Catelyn speaking up. No. Yes, he's he's correct. I mean, you can't do that. You can't. And I'm thinking, bitch, shut the hell up. And she said, I agree. Well, and then when he says, no, he's got to die. Mm-hmm. He's got to die for this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people are going to think. He says, I have to. Um, I want people to know that I deal with things even in my own um, ranks. Mm. And I was thinking. Not with yeah. your mama. Well, but it's his mama. He ain't going to kill his mama. Shit. And I was thinking the same. I was thinking, yeah, Rob, you're going to have to do what your daddy would have done, uh, which is kill this MFR. Yeah. You're going to have to. Going to have to. You can't let that go. Mm-mm. Killing them two babies. Mm-hmm. So, Next I like scene, that scene. It, it's raining, too. I like that scene. And that guy. But you know what? I like that car start guy. He wasn't the least bit afraid, offended, nothing. He said, he said, you know. I, our blood goes way back, blah blah blah, and 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 Rob, and right? Starts. And 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 Rob talking about, well, but you know what? That ain't gonna save you now. He said, I'm not trying to save myself. I'm trying to curse your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it too. I said, yeah, 
tell him. I, I mean, I realized he had to go, but still. He had to go. Yeah. And I felt b- bad that Rob had to do all that. Oh, hell no. But he had he to He has do to. It. He had to do it. He's the leader. He has to do it. He had to let all the people know, and he did it You want to be king in the north, public. you got to do it. Right. You got to do shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that he did it, and I'm glad he had his daddy's... I think he had his dad's sword. Yeah, he did. Because he does have it. And, honey, he was the man. It only took him one swing. One. Instead of Theon, six or seven plus a kick. Yeah. And it was done. Mm -hmm. And then him walking off with his hand, you know, angry. Oh, Mm -hmm. that was a good scene. Yeah, that was good. That whole scene was good. But I like the next scene that we see Rob in, too. Where he's re- yes. he's really feeling bad because the card starks their whole army left. And he, All of them left. And he tells Talissa, his wife, "You were right. You were right. They left. I shouldn't have done it." And then I kind of liked her because you know normally I don't really have a thought about her. One I like her though. I like. I her. like when she said, "You know what? You know you had to do it. You had to do it. You had to do it. And now that it's done, we need to move on." She's like, mm-hmm. "Can't you?" He's like, "Now there's no way I can." <clears throat> take the fight to them, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And she's like, "Well, why don't you go and take back your your land, take mm-hmm. back your Northlands?" And, and she said, "I don't even, I don't know, even know where Winterfell is. is." So he's trying to show her on the map, mm-hmm. and then he stops, and you can tell he gets an idea. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, that's so smart." He's like, "Well, let me take their homeland from them, Castle Rock, which is the which I'm okay with because Tywin." Was talking shit to my Tyrion, and he didn't want to get Tyrion in it. Exactly, because that's so, the, that's the, that's their their home place. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, go get it, Rob. Go get it, and Tywin, burn that motherfucker down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but I need some help. We ain't gonna have enough people to do this, so I need to go to the man whose daughter I was supposed, supposed to, marry. to marry. Now you know that ain't gonna go well. Thank you. That's, that's not saying. gonna go well. Why are you even going to fix your mouth to go ask this man? Thank you. When you going to bring your wife with you. Unless he decides to take two wives or something. Or something. Well, you know Walter Frey ain't going to, he going to have some kind of deal. He going to have to have, he, he going to have to pay something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we ain't talking about no money. No. No. So. He probably yeah. say, you know, you need to take two or three of these girls off my hands. <laughs> Just take them. Take them or something. Something. So, yeah. That, that's going to be interesting in the next episode, though. If, but, if we see it. But I like all of the scenes that the actress playing Lady Talissa is in. I, I like her. I like that character. And I still say there's something we don't know about her that's going to be helpful to him. I think. Maybe. Yeah. That's what I think. And I don't go read... Y'all know I don't read the books. I don't read that Wikipedia stuff. People post stuff all over the internet and stuff about, you know, what's in the books and stuff. I don't, but I just get the feeling that there's something about her that we just don't know yet, but it's going to prove helpful to him, to Rob. Well, Mm -hmm. let's hope it comes soon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Who do we need? uh, We need to go to King's Landing. We got a whole bunch of shit to talk about in King's Landing. King's Landing was a mess. This episode. Yes. I love it. Mm. So the first scene is Cersei waiting for Lord Baelish. Lord Baelish coming down the hallway. In her beloved little hallway. Mm hmm. And he's starting shit. Yeah. Well, telling him, I need your help with something. Mm hmm. He's like, Of course. What what is she out grinning and smiling? I know. Ooh, she make you mad. I know. Her. 
Lena Hadley is playing the fool out of this she part, is. though. She really She is. needs an Oscar uh, or Emmy. Emmy or whatever. Emmy for TV because Lena Hadley is playing this part. She's saying the Tyrells are not being genuine about what their plans are with us. <laughs> and I need you to help me find out before you leave. Before you leave. For your what trip. that is. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, of course. And she's like, and let it be done way better than when I asked you to find Arya Stark. <laughs> with that little crazy drunk ass smile she got on her yeah. face. Yeah. Ooh. And he didn't like that. He did not no. like that. But but he can't he, say shit. He can't say shit because as we learned from Boris, he just recently got his lands and titles and shit. Right. From them. So. Yeah. From them. Yeah, so. From the Lannisters. Shit. So. Yeah. Ooh, Lord. So then um, we see Tyrion. Yay, Tyrion. And my second <laughs> favorite. Yay, in King's Landing, Lady Olena. Talking to Lady Olena. About the wedding. About the price of or the, the cost of the wedding. You know what, though? Lady Olena. Here's another one. Diana Rigg is playing that part of Lady Olena, and she need an Emmy Award, too. She's awesome. She is awesome. I, like I love this character. She was talking shit to Podrick. She was talking shit. I know. Shit Leave that little Podrick alone. She talked shit to everybody. Though. This ain't no tavern. You know, because he's filling up her wine yeah. glass. Uh, uh, wait a minute. I, uh, hold it. This ain't no tavern. I thought, oh, poor little but budget. she talks like that to all the little... But, uh, but then when she, when he goes to say, excuse me, my lady, and she, oh, don't talk. <laughs> I, I said, hey, you get off of Podrick now. I know. You know, I love little Podrick, but she talking about, oh, no, don't but talk. But you saw Tyrion just give Podrick a nod, like, Like, yeah, okay, whatever. go on. Like, and, I need some figs. I need some figs. Help smooth the bowels. Uh-huh. But anyway, oh, Lord. I like this scene because, you know, Tyrion's trying to placate her and not say nothing that's going to... Well, not exactly. He's just trying to point out to her, you know, this royal wedding's just costing too much money. I like her answer. We in a war. And she says, what do you mean, uh, the royal wedding... Uh, 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 much. And he says, well, ma'am, uh, we are in a war. She said, oh, you know, I completely forgot. You know, those 12,000 men that the Tyrells have. And million bushes of wheat. Yeah, she gets the name and all the shit. And corn and wheat and, and all kind of shit. Beef. Oh, she's like, yeah, that is expensive. You ain't got to tell me. Because mm-hmm. we done brought all this to but you. But did you see Tyrion's face? He's like, oh, shit. I mm-hmm. stepped in it now. Mm-hmm. You know, that to me, that's what he said. Oh, look. <clears throat> yes, I do agree with you. And she said, well, we good. appreciate it. And the then when she, but when she broke it down, look, the people need a distraction. Now, a royal wedding uh, 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 provides a distraction. If we don't have that, then they're going to find another distraction. That could include tearing us apart. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. But I like it at the beginning when he said, uh, uh, my lady, uh, this royal wedding, it's just becoming too extravagant. And when she told him, ooh, if if a royal wedding can't be defined as extra- extravagant, then what could? Oh, she was, just, she was too quick for Tyrion, though. Yeah, she just put him in this She place. was quick. And when she said to him, oh, Lord. I am so disappointed. I was told that you were crazed and debauched, debauched and everything. And a drunk. And a drunk. And, like, imagine and, my disappointment. Yeah. That you're just a browbeaten bookkeeper. Bookkeeper. And Tyrion looked at her like, oh, shit. You know. Well, like, he looked at her like, is that how she sees me? Yeah. That's what it, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, what? 
Is this mm-hmm. how she sees me? So she was trying to tell him, <laughs> I thought you was going to be interesting, but... Entertaining something. Yeah. Yeah, so that was... And then thing. Patrick comes in with the figs. She said, ooh, where'd you go for these, Volantis? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to die. She <laughs> cracks me up. She cracks she me up. shit to everybody. Remember when she was... Uh, when they had Santa eating, and she's talking shit to that boy? Yeah. He was giving her yeah. sandwiches I want stuff. some cheese. Well, madam, we served that like... Uh, uh, but I want it now. We serve what I want to Yeah, serve. bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> then she looked at him... She took a fig and she said, is that it? And then, <laughs> but at the beginning, you remember when she said, when he started with the royal wedding and stuff, and she said, you mean I climbed all them steps for this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I was dying laughing. I said, oh, this woman is too I much. Like I like she her. said, hmm, I, I thought it was going to be something important, you something know. interesting. Something. I didn't have to climb all these damn steps to get up in here. Just for this conversation. Oh, it was so funny. It was. It was so funny. So that that's the last we see of her anyway. Her with actually that's the that's the last we see of uh of Tywin <coughs> until later, isn't it? No, we see Tyrion later. Okay. So then um we go to a scene with Sansa uh, excuse me, Sansa. and Lady Marjorie watching Laura spar. With somebody we don't know who, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know, Sansa's <coughs> watching him all moony eyed. Ooh, when do you think you know we'll be able to be married? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, why are you talking? Can't isn't this supposed to be a secret? Was she talking? Well, and Lady um, Marjorie is like, oh well, after we're married, you know, I'll start. You know, we'll start the preparations then. After me and Joffrey are married, right. So then Loras um, beats his little whoever he's fighting and the little squire comes over and starts flirting with him. Mm-hmm. And I was already thinking, okay, this is odd. I kind of figured it was a I plant. Know. I was like, Seeing how is- Cersei had that conversation with uh, <clears throat> Baelish. Yeah, this and he is odd, a pimp. but it's just so quick. But he's a pimp, so he's got all these people at his disposal. Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Baelish. I'm talking about just yeah. him and this other guy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so the next thing we see, um, they're in the bed together, and Loras is all excited. He's like, oh, well, how did you know about me? And... You know, when the dude got up to get a drink and he was looking all weird. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm, definitely. He a plant. He is a plant. He's a plant. He's like, well, you know, the husbands, I always deal with the husbands. He's like, well, even my fiance doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, they never do. Mm-hmm. Which is true in real life. Well, yeah. Yeah. And so then. That's that whole mm-hmm. download thing. We see, this, the, we see that same squire, quote unquote. Yeah. Talking to Lord Baelish, talk, telling him. And I'm like, damn. No, Lord Baelish says, well, that that, that was, was quick. quick. And wait, the mm-hmm. dude goes, not quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it must not be too good. <laughs> not quick enough, but I got some info. He's engaged to be married. He's mm-hmm. got a fiance. He's like, oh, well, who's he going to marry? Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you see, Baelish, Baelish talking to Sansa. Talking to Sansa. Damn. And I was like, Damn. Damn. Ooh. Because I, I wanted know. the plan to work. I did too. And he's saying, oh, well. Shit. You know, there's my ship, and I just wanted to see if you're, you know, I hear you. He says it might not be a grand ship, but it's all mine. But no, mm-hmm. and then he says, but that's the funny thing about which is he said, as soon as you get something that you want, you want more. 
Mm-hmm. And you're looking at her. Mm-hmm. And you talking about, ooh, you wear your hair just like Marjorie. She says a lot of ladies wear their hair like this. Yeah. You know. So then he says, so, um, you know, when I leave, do you still want to come with me? Mm-hmm. You still want to go home? <clears throat> She's like, yes, I do. But um, maybe we should wait a little mm-hmm. bit because things, things. And his face. You should see his, his face. But. He's so smooth. The guy who plays him is good, though. Yeah, he He's is. He's so smooth with it. He just mm-hmm. kind of looks at her like, mm-hmm. she's like, and I don't want anything to happen to you. What would, mm-hmm. you know, that would be awful. And she thinks she really being honest and helping him. And he just goes on. It's like, mm. well, you know, I'm touched that you're concerned mm-hmm. for me. And of course, if you want to stay here, you need to stay here. Knowing he got some shit working. But he's talking about, well, just know that I'm your really true friend. And she says, thank you, Lord Baelish. And he says, Peter. And she says, Peter. Oh, poor Sansa. She's just so green. Yep. You know? She didn't listen to Shay. Yeah, she needed to listen to Shay. She's a pretty girl, though. And then when he leaves, you can see her face, like, relieved. She's relieved. I'm so glad I told him the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we else. get my favorite scene in the whole show. Yes. Woo! Yes. Woo! This I is the best scene. Was like, what the frack? Oh, this is when wonderful. When I first watched the first time I watched it, I was like, I gotta roll that shit back. What oh, yeah. Say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you knew some shit was up. You knew some shit was Tyrion up. Tyrion walks in there and it's just Cersei and the daddy mm-hmm. and Cersei grinning. Grinning. And shit, like a little Cheshire cat. Yeah. Yeah. Looking all satisfied, like, mm, wait till you yeah. hear what you got. And so Daddy says, oh, well, we found out that the Tyrells are trying to marry off uh, Laura with, with Sansa. And Tyrion's like, oh, okay, well, but she don't have the right parts, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, you know, she's missing a few of the uh, choice parts, but hey, it might work. It might work off. Yeah. Um. And daddy, and I like when the daddy was saying, I've done done all this stuff for the Tyrells, and this is how they repay me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, the Tyrells have done a lot of shit for you. Yeah. Foo. Foo. But he broke it down. He's like, I'm not about to hand the North over to them. Rob has lost his main bannerman. Mm-hmm. The other boys are dead because they don't know that yeah, they're alive. Yeah, they don't alive. know that they're so alive. So Sansa's the heir now. And I want her, we, I want us to have control of the North. So, um, we going we are going to find her a new husband. And so Tyrion's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. What? And then Sandra's just looking at him. She grinning. grinning. She grinning. Showing teeth. And, like, and I love how, grinning. I, I love how I pause and show his face where I'm like, just like Tyrion, I'm thinking, okay, who? Oh, hell no. Not Tyrion. What's she going to do? She going to kick his ass. <laughs> But daddy says you are going to marry Sansa. And he's saying, she's just a child. I can't do that. And he said, yeah, you will. He said, you will wed her better and put a child child in in her. her. You can do that, can't you? Oh, that daddy. Oh, come on. The sad kind of part was when Tyrion said, Joffrey has made her life hell Hell. since her dad died. And now you're going to give her to me? Even you can't be that cruel. And the daddy says... I'm not interested in her happiness. Yeah. I'm interested in we going to be controlling the North. Right. Which we know is Damn. true. Because he don't care about no girl. No, he don't care about nobody. 
Mm-mm. Except Jamie. And Sarah say, this is more than you deserve. And I love this part. Daddy goes, oh, he's going to do as, he, as he's told, and so will you. And she's like, what are you what talking about? What do you about? mean? He says, oh, you're still in, in um, procreate, or what do you say? You're still fertile. You're going to marry Lawrence. Lawrence. Tyrell. And, and she, she like, said, no, I won't. He's like, yes, yes you, will. you will. She's like, daddy, don't make me do that again. He's like. She you? said, no, she says, I am queen regent, not a blood mare. A brood mare. Brood That's what mare. she said. You know, somebody to breed. He <laughs> said, yeah, yes, you will. He says, yes, you will. And this is the part I love. <laughs> when he said, you're going to do it and you're going to put an end to these disgusting Nasty rumors. rumors about you and Jamie. Mm-hmm. If he knew, well, of course he knew. Well, but, but I was waiting. Ever say anything. I was waiting for him to acknowledge it to her. To her, I know what the fuck people been saying, mm-hmm. and it's probably true. Oh my god, it was so good. Oh, it was good. It was, I have seen that scene at least fifteen times. I, I love it. it back. I love. I that. loved it. And her face. Her I was face. like, "That's what you get, bitch." But you know what? That's Lena, what you get. I tell you, Lena Headley. Should be winning an Emmy right up there with Peter Dinklage and everybody else. I mean, her facial expressions yes. are perfect. Yes. She is really good. Oh, but that oh, was, that so, was good. so good. She was, her she was so satisfied with herself that until shit. daddy said, oh, yeah, he, he's going to do exactly what I tell him to do. And so will you. She talking about, what do you mean? She turned, she, huh? Who? What? What do you mean? Uh, you gonna you still fertile? You gonna marry? <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. That was a good. And ending. when she talking about, I will not. And he stood up and he's yelling her. Oh yes, yes you, you will. will. And you gonna put to rest for for once and for all these nasty rumors about you. And then when he said, "My children," yeah. oh, and he looked like, at them disgusted. like disgusted. He's talking about my children. children. It's mm. past time for y'all to do what y'all need to do. Mm-hmm. But it was just like the only thing that was missing in that statement was him saying, shit. <laughs> you know, because you go, my children. He's looking at them. He's going, shit. That's all he needed and to walk uh-huh. out. But he didn't do that. But, ooh, that was a good scene. That was so good. And you know. she talking about, daddy, don't make me do it again. Yeah, because, see, she probably didn't want to marry Robert Baratheon in the first place. She didn't. Mm-hmm. She, she said that. Mm-hmm. And he says, you've disgraced this name for too long. Mm-hmm. But, honey, when when uh, Tyrion kept saying no and the daddy said, you will. And then when he turned to Cersei and they showed Tyrion's face for a minute, looking at Cersei like, oh, see, your shit coming next. <laughs> I know it. Woo! Okay, now, what you think? This is what I think. Oh, I think Cersei and uh, what you call him, Tyrion, I think they're going to probably be in cahoots. I think daddy don't have no idea how ruthless they can be. They're not going to do what daddy say. They're going to do something to daddy, I well, think. First of all, Peter wants her. So Baelish, you mean? Right, Baelish. Littlefinger. So, mm-hmm. before this kicks off, I think he was going to try to snatch her up. I think so. And so, then there's going to be a whole other thing. Because he's already got this land and title, you know, and they won't know where she's at. That's true. They won't know. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So, I don't know how that'll work out. I mean, 
I feel like that they will try to go through it. That they'll try to figure something out. But at the end of the day, they're going to have to follow what the daddy say. See, I don't think they will. Mm, I don't know. I don't think they will. I mean, I don't think they want to. But what they going to do? I don't know, but I don't. I don't think they will. Mm, I don't know, mm-hmm. but that was a good idea. That episode. was so that was, that, good. That last five minutes was the best part of best that episode. Art mm-hmm. after a uh, little Shireen mm-hmm. and, and uh, the Onion Knight. Mm-hmm. Okay, well we have All a right. lot of feedback. So. Uh, oh yeah, we had a wonderful, wonderful, lots of feedback yeah. on this episode. So first, I want to um, read. We have some email, we have some iTunes reviews, okay. and then we'll get into our drawing for our contest. We don't have no ones, do we? I don't know. I haven't oh seen Lord. that. Oh, Lord. I haven't seen that part. Okay. Um, no, I don't think there's any ones. Okay. I did look at them because I got the Because I'm in a but... good mood today. So well, I mean, what that means? That means I don't want no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no shit okay, with no well, ones. First, I'm going to read our... Um, a couple of Facebook messages we got. Okay, cool. First one is from um, Danielle. Okay. I'm listening to the most recent episode and wanted to weigh in on something. When Jojen sent Bran to climb the tree and to get in the three-eyed raven and ran into his mama, I believe the symbolism there was the inner struggle Bran is going through in regards to who he was and who he is becoming. Should he follow his dreams and Jojen... Or stay the little crippled heir to Winterfell. I just recently found your podcast and to put it and put it on when I'm when I need a good laugh during my commute. <laughs> so keep them coming. Thanks from Danielle at the Nattercast. So apparently she's got a podcast. Oh, as well. okay. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Danielle. And we're glad we can make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is from Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Sisters. Game of Thrones, Kissed by Fire, or Jon Snow, Kissed that Fire. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm. Seriously, it's kind of confusing how they want to portray Stannis. We know he's a serious man, he's honorable, and there's no great areas, or is there? We see Stannis do the honorable thing and tell his wife on his affairs. Then we realize how captivated she is with the Lord of Light. Then we get the reveal that she's nuts yep. and holds ab- aborted babies in a jar. Well, they're not aborted, they were still Stillborn. One good thing, if Melisandre needs king's blood, there you go. Mm. We also see him wanting to see his daughter. Now, remind you, he asked permission from his wife to see her. Why would he do this and then do it when when who's not around? Melisandre. I mm. thought he was compassionate with her and showed he loved his child. But why is she locked away? Mm. Why Rob has to um, kill Lord Karstark? Too dangerous. While it would have been wise to keep him hostage and wait until after the war to kill him or let him go. It wouldn't have changed how Rickard felt if Rob um, lose the war. His, his, he's an enemy if he wins. It's the same thing. You must rule your people and the lords under you. While Rickard Card Stark is a distant kin, he openly went against Rob, something Ned Stark wouldn't have tolerated for a minute. Hell, Tywin would have had his head in 20 seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Lastly, we need to pay attention <clears throat> on how HBO has focused the world of Westeros to the Lord of the Light. Since the birth of dragons, we were told by the warlocks their power was stronger, which meant magic has manifested itself into the world. Could this also have happened to the Lord of Light as well? 
Mm-hmm. So, so far, we've seen the White Walkers, others, come to life. We've seen Melisandre product, product, produce shadow babies, and now seen people who have died and come back to life. The only incident not associated with the Lord of Light is the White Walkers, others. Is it possible the dragons have caused all kinds of upheaval since their birth? Things the people of Westeros have never seen in thousands of years. Sorry for the long post, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. And yeah, that was a long-ass post on the Facebook, brother. But, <laughs> but it was very interesting. And, you know, I, I didn't think about it from the standpoint of since the birth of the dragons, yes, now we get other things happening. However, it seems to me, though, that there were other things. Uh, these other things have happened before, because even in season one, there were always warnings about it. Yeah. Warnings about what was beyond the wall. Warnings about, you know, praying to these gods instead of these gods and the old and the new and, 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 I think it's and all, all of this. concurrently. I mean. Yeah, I think it's concurrent, too. Yeah, the, I think the magic's always been there. Mm, me, too. The White Walkers have been there, um, because they've been scared of them for a while. For a long time. And the dragon eggs, before they were even hatched, all that was going on. Uh-huh. But I think it's just kind of all these things are coming together now. So maybe they are somewhat. Maybe they are related. related. I don't know. But I. I That's a good question. Hmm. That's a good question. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, before we move into our <laughs> other feedback, <clears throat> I just want to mention or read this other one from Robert. We. Okay. Um, he had sent us a Facebook message and I totally forgot to read it last week. So this is from last week. Okay. Hi, sisters. Great to hear your voices again on the podcast. I'm going to try to keep this short. This last episode of Dim Thrones was legit. I have a few takes on it. First, Theon can't catch a break. I feel bad (laughs) for that cat. Mm. I'm sad that Lord Mormont dies. I was hoping we would be able to see how Jorah and his father's on-screen relationship would play out. Me too. About the... (coughs) Excuse me. And that um, brings that up. They, sh- they didn't show us none of Sam, Gilly, and the baby. Nope. Instead, we get John and um, Boney as he grit. Yep. <clears throat> About the red lady, how y'all was wondering who can contest her? I'm thinking the red priest from the Brotherhood. They both oh, worship yeah. the one true God, mm-hmm. so they might could have the same powers. I love how Tywin straight told Cersei and put her in her place in this episode, talking about you aren't as smart as you think you are. Mm-hmm. Laugh out loud. And finally, my girl Daenerys. Sisters, you are right about how she could understand Valerian. Mm-hmm. That was Sister J. Mm-hmm. I knew that dragon wasn't going to obey no one but her, <laughs> and she knew it too, because Krasnus was um, turned to ashes real fast, and he said, turnt. T U R N T. <laughs> I love Khaleesi and she is doing things the right way and hopes to regain her rightful place at the Iron Throne. That's right. Thanks, sisters. Robert from the Bay. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert Very much from for the that, Bay. For that uh, comment. And yeah, that was uh, uh, last week's episode when when Daddy Tywin told Cersei, you're not as smart as you think you are. I just, oop, that was the best, that was, that was the best scene. That was, oh, that was so good. That was very good. That was very good. Okay, let's move into our iTunes reviews. Okay. <clears throat> the first one is from John Sir, or John Sir. 
Hey, Jones. Funny, entertaining, honest, worth the price of a hundred dragons. <laughs> Keep it up, sisters. Five stars. Thank you, Johnson, for that five star review. Thank you, Johnson. Uh, the next one is from Meg589. Hey, Meg. <clears throat> I already met these fabulous women with their Walking Dead podcast, Yay. but they made me get into Game of Thrones. <laughs> I could not bear not knowing uh, what they were talking about. I'm in. Nuff said. Meg589, five stars. (laughs) Thank you, Meg, for that five-star review. We are so happy that people uh, start listening to us, like, with Walking Dead or True Blood, and they follow us to our other shows. Of course. That's great. It's awesome. (laughs) Okay, our next one is from, (coughs) excuse me, Joey1957. Joey? Joey. Joey. Sister Speak is the best podcast if, one, you want two super fans from them, he said them, but the them, them thrones to run down the episode. And as true sisters, they have eyes in the back of their heads. That's right. So they are not missing a step along the way. That's right. Two, you want some fun in your life because sisters are going to argue, curse, laugh, and drink through the entire possibly <laughs> hour and a half episode, uh, podcast. <laughs> Three, you will be. And a better informed Dem Thrones watcher. Four, if you don't listen, who cares? I'll still be waiting for each podcast. <laughs> 20 stars, sisters. Joey, one nine five seven five stars. Thank you, Joey, for that breakdown of, yeah. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> Thank you for that review. <clears throat> okay, and our last um, iTunes review for this week is from Tadea. Hey, Tadea. I've been cleaning, listening, and laughing to old Game of Thrones podcast today. <laughs> I'm already caught up on the most recent episodes, but wanted to relive <clears throat> some hilarious moments. The sisters are opinionated, animated, and original. Most of all, down-to-earth and enjoyable. A great listen anytime. Todaya, five stars. Thank you, Todaya, for that five-star review. Thank you, Todaya. We're glad you guys are, are posting our uh, reviews on iTunes because... We really appreciate That's it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get the word out. Yep, get the worried out. Okay, so on to our email feedback. We got <clears> a bunch, too. A bunch. The first one is from Emily. Hey, Emily. Her um, her title is Game of Thrones. Wait, what? <laughs> I am watching episode five right now on my DVR. It is the scene with Stannis and his wife, Celise. Mm-hmm. He breaks the news of his affair with Melisandre, but wife is not bothered. Mm. Instead, she walks over to three beakers with her dead baby suspended in cloudy green liquid. I know. The writers of Game of Thrones decide Celise is the governor from The Walking Dead. <laughs> Why would she keep those babies? <coughs> Wouldn't she bury or cremate them? Where did she get those beakers? Mm-hmm. Sisters, what the hell? I know. What? The hell? <laughs> In all caps. I have a follow-up comment. Did you notice Mar- Marjorie Tyrell has boobs now? Mm. In season two, she was wearing a low-cut dress, a low-cut dresses, and was all sternum. Mm-hmm. As another flat-chested white lady, I could not help but notice the difference. At first, I was a bit annoyed at her sudden cleavage. (laughs) I know I need a $60 push-up bra to create that illusion, and you know they don't make those in Westeros. Oh, Lord. This annoyed me until I realized Marjorie is a chameleon. In season two, she is married to a man who loves men, Mm -hmm. so it makes sense she would want to hide any female qualities of her body for the sake of being queen. Oh. Oh, that's excellent. This season... 
she's married to a hormone-driven teenage sociopath. Mm -hmm. So she's bringing out the chest guns. Sisters, does my logic follow, or do I need to stop staring at actresses' boobs? (laughs) Emily. Thank you, Emily, for that wonderful email. And you know, Emily... You got a good point, a I good think. Point. That is a very good point because because she knew Renly was attracted to boys, boys have flat chests, then yeah, she would like strap them down, mm-hmm. I would think. You know? Yep. Oh, that's excellent observation, good actually. <clears throat> very good point. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. you know, I think you have a good point. Keep staring at them. <laughs> you know? At least these women in this episode, this show have boobs. Yeah, that's I true. I will say that. That's, that's true. I like Sister Jay's Banshee. Hey, I was just going to say, like not that. like that bitch in Banshee. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, anyway. there's several girls in Banshee. Oh, no. all of them women in Banshee. Yeah. Damn. But you can't help it if you don't got boobs. Mm, you that, then you need to quit being on screen naked then. Shit. Well, the men like it. Mm, Lord. Boobs or no boobs. Damn. Okay, our next email is from... Webster. Hey, Webster. Hello, Sister J. Hello, Sister K. Webster, yes, like the dictionary or a certain TV personality. (laughs) After weeks, months, years of putting it off and being pestered by Paris, I finally realized I'd better send my first email. Yay! Yay, Webster! And thank you, Paris, for pestering him. (laughs) (coughs) I liked your Walking Dead and True Blood, my favorite one, podcast also. Mm-hmm. Anyways, can I just point out that Sansa doesn't even seem concerned about her sister Arya. I know. And vice versa. I know about sister rivalry and all. Three sisters here. But damn. And Rob seems to have forgotten his siblings are all missing. Hello? Bran, anyone? Yeah. <clears throat> not, but he don't know, though. Not even a postcard. Cold-hearted. Well, he doesn't know that they're... Yeah. Alive. Alive. He thinks that Theon killed them. Well, no, 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 no. He kept telling um, the mama, well, maybe they got away and they're alive. True. But he doesn't know for sure yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he sent anybody to scout and out. And see, they didn't say that. They didn't say whether he sent, like, two or three men to go look for them yeah. or anything. That, that just hasn't been said, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that... Um, See, the one thing they could do, though, is I know Arya knows that Sansa's still there. Yep. But Sansa doesn't know where Arya is. No, but... but she hasn't even commented to anyone. No. Where, you know, hey, I wonder where But Arya don't you is. think that at the time, though, that... that uh, didn't somebody mention that she was missing or something? You know, uh, you know that scene where she is is at the full court... Asking Joffrey for mercy and stuff for her father. Mm-hmm. I thought no one, none of the okay. Lannisters have ever said it out in public. Okay. Because <clears throat> I don't think they want that knowledge out there. Mm-hmm. But Sansa has not asked either. Yeah. That we've seen. That's a, that's a, so that's a good that's a point, big, Webster. That's a big plot hole. Yeah, that's a good well, point, Webster. I don't Webster. think it's a plot hole. They just haven't mentioned it. Yeah, it is. Cause I mean, I think the mentioned. Rob thing is understandable. But the but the the um, Sansa not asking about Arya, we're like, oh, okay, where is she? Can I see her? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <clears throat> I'm loving Marjorie's puppetry of the Lannisters. Yeah, I truly think she's playing three moves ahead of Cersei. Yep. In that she realized she needed to wed Sansa to her brother to cut out the rest of the Lannister brood. Then again, Tywin is also realizing what's at stake. 
maybe he and Tyrion and Joffrey were right when he said Cersei isn't as smart as she thinks she is. Of course she is. She is kind of full of it. No, she ain't. No, she not. She thinks <clears throat> she's, she is. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. speaking of the Tyrells, is it just me or does Lady Olena look like Skeletor? Oh, no. No tea, no shade. I love her. She tells it like it is, but she did not have to treat Podrick like that. I know it. And she should learn to speak to Tyrion with some respect. I know it. That's true. But That's I like true. Lady but Alina. I like Lady Alina, though. <laughs> and yeah. she does not look like no damn Skeletor. No, she does not. She just, oh. Yeah. Which brings me to Daenerys and how she got her groove back. Mm-hmm. First, that Dothraki man god, now an emancipated slave. Mm-hmm. She sure likes men with authority or mm-hmm. mommy issues. Mm-hmm. But hey, the early Khaleesi gets the worm. Am I right? A? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> a. That's good. That's real good. Anyways, I should go ahead and wrap this up. I'm enjoying your podcast and your microphone levels are fine. All positive iTunes reviews here. My glass is raised. Cheers, Webster. Thank you, Webster, Thank for you, that Webster. wonderful email. And yeah, you gave us some food for thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder about that. That's really good. That's a good comment. We'll have to see the next episode if, if uh, we get any extra hints. Yeah. About, or maybe they'll. I don't know. Maybe they'll finally like acknowledge <clears throat> that Arya is gone or. Or something. Know. We'll have to know. wait and see. Maybe if, if um, not Arya. Yeah. If Arya ever makes it to uh, Rob. Rob. I'm sure Rob. it'll come up. Yep. Okay. Our next email is from Rainbow. Hey, Rainbow. Hey. How you doing? Yay. Hey, sisters. Love you. Missed you. Love you. I just can't rave enough about YouTube. <laughs> you are the only podcast I listen to that is successful in making the audience feel like you're having a conversation with them. <laughs> I can listen to you respond to feed feedback forever it's it's gonna be forever today (laughs) we got a bunch and last week was a lot big long too it's just like you are having cocktails with everyone that writes in and the response is so natural and validating of them Mm -hmm. i really feel a sense of community and i thank you both for that cool okay so here is my feedback i am super pregnant yay 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 I'm just prefacing with that so you understand the hormone that hormones may have played a part in this reaction. <laughs> I must admit that when Stannis, well, first of all, congratulations. Congratulations, that's Rainbow. Yeah, that's little, sweet. Little baby Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sweet. I must admit that when Stannis' sweet, disfigured daughter, Shireen, started teaching Davos to read through those prison bars, and the expression on his face, I had to pause the show and turn to my husband so he would acknowledge that I was crying from being touched by that. Oh, <laughs> you know what? That was sweet scene. No, it was sweet. I mean, I didn't tear up, but yeah, if they would have carried it much longer, I might have. The humanity displayed by that innocent child was a beacon I know. in such a dark and scheming world. And her singing to herself, <gasps> trying to soothe in such a creepy place. I know. Trying to self self-soothe in such a creepy place was probably what started off my being touched i agree though rainbow because that's the that's when we first meet her and she's just as sweet as she can be singing to herself yeah because i wonder but damn y'all got to lock her up in a dungeon looking like place you know come on but yeah um her desperately tight hug of her father so starved for love oy vey i I just wanted to 
to hear you speak Yiddish. Oh. Oh. I'm also love I also loved how Brienne was butt naked holding vulnerable unconscious Jamie. I know. Who I admit I'm feeling sorry for now. I am too, Rainbow. I was feeling sorry for him before. I wasn't before, but well, I am sorry, now. But I like no, him. Well, I felt sympathy for him th- this episode, yeah. In your opinion, did he like what he saw when she stood up naked as a jaybird? <laughs> Yes, time. I think so. I'm so. You know, I honestly don't think he even looked at her like I that. I think he did. <clears throat> I don't. I do. She is not only shapely, but I bet from the but, front she she is real shapely. And because he looked genuinely surprised, because she's always wearing all that garb, just like you know. My thing I was going to say is I I know he was surprised that she did it because she is modest. Mm-hmm. But that's why he knew. That he went too far. That he went too far, yes. Yeah. But I also think he liked what he saw. And mm. and because this is the thought I had. I thought at the time, I saw it the first time, I thought, I bet that's the first woman he ever looked at that yeah. that he liked. Besides how, Cersei. Besides his sister. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Because he said, and I believe him, that yeah. because so far everything he said has been true. Yeah, he he knocked Bran out the wall. He but he admitted it. He did later, and he's only been with Cersei in his life. Well, but hey, but but, hey. but I agree with you, Rainbow. Yeah, I think he liked what he saw. I don't think he even paid attention. But I, I think, think so. He will late. I mean, I think he will. I think they. I think he likes her, and I think she likes him. Mm-hmm. And I think both of them are, you know, trying not to like the other one. And I don't know that it's romantic like, but just even like and respect each other. But they're trying not to because yeah. they're kind of on opposite sides. But <clears throat> I think after this episode, they're they're going to be a lot closer. Hmm. Okay. Thank you, Rainbow. Thank you very you much, Rainbow. Us, um, informed of when the baby's coming. Yeah. Okay. The next email is from Van. Hey, Van. Hi, sisters. I enjoyed this episode a lot more than last week's. The previous episode was a lot more flashy, but this week's episode packed more emotion. Jamie's monologue was one of the best acted scenes we've gotten so far. I don't think that scene was meant to give Jamie sympathy, but instead to show Jamie's rebirth. He's literally washing himself and confessing what's been haunting him for the past 17 years. That's very good. good Very good symbolism. I find it interesting that he's never told anyone about the Mad King, not even Cersei. Yep. Instead, he tells Brienne. Yep. Jamie needs to... Tell his secret to someone honorable and someone who hasn't been influenced by his family name. It's Brienne's opinion that matters. Jamie and Brienne have had such a highlight this season, and I can't wait for the next episode. Anyways, that's all I wanted to say. Keep up the great work, ladies. Van from New England. Thank you, Van, Van. for that uh, wonderful email. And that's very insightful. Yes, Yes. I like that. Very insightful. You know, and that's so interesting because... They were in the bathtub. Yep. And he was kind of cleansing himself. Yes. That's what I mean. That symbolism was very, uh, very good. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, very good. Good insight. Okay, our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Sisters, sisters, sisters. What can I say about this episode? It was slow paced, but good insight into the characters and allow the actors to show their chops. Yep. I will start with John and Egret. Why did they not bathe first? That was some dirty, dirty skin, sweet loving, but dirty bodies. Mm. Should have bathed first. 
Jamie gave a re- that's true though, Bunny. Mm. That is true. Jamie gave a real sad story, made a little tear come to my eye. But can a leopard change his spots? When, <laughs> <laughs> when Brienne, well, we're gonna see. When Brienne stood up, but I don't think he's changed well, anything. Go ahead and read. When Brienne stood up in that bath, I for one was amazed that under all that armor was quite a womanly body. Yep. She is built, nicely done. Very shapely. I laughed that Tyrion is to marry Sansa. <laughs> I do not see that union happening. No. However, I can see Loras and the Queen Regent marrying and her whipping him into shape. <laughs> I don't know about oh, that. Oh, Lord. Mm. Good times ahead for all. We'll close for now and look forward to your next podcast. By the way, Tanya or Tamara from, my, from New York said my accent was ungentrified. What the fuck? <laughs> Looking forward to hearing you both. <laughs> that was Tanya. Oh my God. Looking forward to hearing you both. Love when you read all the emails also. Your fans are the best and very entertaining <laughs> in their own right, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. <laughs> Thank you, Bunny, for making me laugh. Oh, no. What the oh, Bunny, that is so good. I don't remember. Did she say ungentrified? Mm-hmm. Remember her saying that? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh she my says, God, that's funny. That's hilarious. I like your accent, Bunny. Don't uh, let, yeah, we had already said we love let your nobody accent. Nobody tell you different. It's, it's. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <clears throat> oh, that's good. And Tanya, that was a slight read. Ooh, just yeah. a slight one. Oh no, no, that was yeah, that was that was, say, that was a slight read. She said she did say it made her laugh. So yeah, it made her laugh. So yeah, all is well. <laughs> <laughs> no feuding. <laughs> okay, okay. Our next email is from Mina Mina one two three. Hey Mina Mina. She says, um, "Hello sisters. <clears throat> season three is turn- turning out to be the best season ever of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I think your listener Paul was right." Jon Snow is the son of Ned Stark's sister, Lyanna, and Daenerys' older brother, Rhaegar, whom we know held her captive. I will be watching out to see if Jon Snow shows any signs of being a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) What an ending that would be if Jon Snow wins the Game of Thrones. Glad Jon Snow finally did the deed with Egret. Mm. Now maybe she will calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Something. Now kill her off of something else. The most effed up part of the show was when Stannis went home and we got to see all of his children. Yeah. You know, the ones in the jars. In the jar. And the daughter they lock up. Mm-hmm. I hope they are not locking her up just because of what is going on with her face. By the it way. Is. By the way, what is going on with her face? Mm. I think it's just she was born with that. She was born with, I mean, it's <clears> like <throat> a birthmark or, yeah, or anything else. Something. Yeah. Um, it looks like scales. And he locked her up because she's a girl. Well, whatever. Um, we don't know really why. Mm. And you know what? I think it's in the... I can't remember. That was so long ago. Yeah, well, somebody... Uh, and my memory is shot to hell. Mm. Yeah, somebody write in who read the first two books and tell us if we were, if you remember. Mm. Um, I like Jamie Lannister more and more each episode. Yep. It was, if it wasn't for trying to murder Bran, he could be a hero. And I liked the view we got of his backside. Mm. I, <laughs> he was I, built though I admit I had to rewind and watch him get into the bath a second time <laughs> Ooh, Mina, he, Mina. he was dirty though yuck he was dirty mm. is it me or does Grey Worm look like Barack Obama 
Oh, can't, no. Can't wait until you post the next podcast. Love you, Mina Mina123. Thank you, Mina Mina. Thank you, Mina Mina. I didn't think you looked like But just because he a black dude that's skinny. <laughs> Don't be saying that shit. Every time some black dudes on some damn show, some, ooh, he looked like Barack Obama. No, he don't. Mm. Anyway. I didn't even think about no. that. No. Uh, no, he don't look nothing like him. Damn. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, thank you for that email, Thank though, you, Mina, Mina. And I like your comments about Jamie. Yeah. He is growing on me. But, yeah, he can't be a, a, a total hero to me because he tried to kill that baby. Yeah, he did, but, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's done something. Mm, well, hey, that's, no. Okay, our next email is from Taj. Hey, Taj. So I have to start with last week's podcast where everyone is, was talking about Jon Snow being a secret Targaryen. Mm-hmm. I totally agree <clears throat> because wow. it would explain why Ned was so adamant that he was not killing Danny in the first season. Ah. If you remember, Robert wanted every bit of every bit of Targaryen blood wiped out, and Ned was like, nope. Yeah, that would explain that, wouldn't it? Also, on last week's podcast, Sister J asked, actually it was me, asked how Varys goes to the bathroom. I think his, and she goes, Sister K, cover your ears, it might be a little TMI for you testes were cut off not his actual penis i researched it this is the effect you sisters have on me (laughs) (laughs) and they said that if you cut if you're cut before puberty you will not develop a beard your voice will not break and you will have little interest in sex though there may be some Mm -hmm. you will probably also get fat and you will not be able to father children sounds like Varys to me Mm -hmm. Hmm. i wonder if that's yeah, but see, Varys said he he burned my parts. That's what he said yeah. in this ritual. So I took it like he burned his his testicles and his penis. Yeah, that's what I took it. But I maybe maybe I, not. Though. I feel like they cut everything. Yeah, but maybe you're maybe right. Maybe not. Yeah. See, this is the kind of question I would ask if I ever was able to get time to talk to the director. Yeah. Or the George R. R. Martin. I want to know details like that. How do you go to the bathroom? <laughs> I, I, I could care less how he goes no, to the bathroom. No, I don't care, but it's, it, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, on to this week's episode. Um, Grit needs some water because she is thirsty. Mm. You swore some vows. I want you to break them. I guess Jon Snow knows something now. Mm. The Lord of Light is scary as hell. Shadow babies, fire swords, resurrections. Why is the priest in the Brotherhood so much more laid back and human like Stannis's red than than Stannis's red? Exactly. Woman? Also, it seems because I I think there's all kinds of people that are in the red in in that religion, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's just what he was. And he also mentioned he's just a drunk who knows the words. Mm. Remember he said that? Yeah, but he got the red hair too, though. So did he mm. have red hair? Yes, he does. Oh. Also, it seems to me that Stannis's wife. Drank the milk of the poppy that the master offered. <laughs> <laughs> she drank the milk of the poppy that the master offered Jamie because she was tripping. She was tripping. How are you going to weep with joy at someone telling you they just slept with your husband? Mm. And and she kept her miscarried babies. How freaky was that? Yep. Every time they panned the camera to her and those babies were in the background, <laughs> I cringed. I know it. Ooh, <clears throat> it was getting me. When I rewatched the episode, I had to skip that part. 
Mm. Too much crazy in one scene. (laughs) (laughs) And then she says, gosh, damn it, Loris. So you decide to bang a random squire and look what you did. I know. Tyrion and Sansa. Like he told his father, that is cruel. Mm. Sansa to the Lannisters is nothing but a pawn. Yep. They have made her childhood hell and don't care anything about her. But on the bright side, if I had to marry a Lannister, I'm glad it's Tyrion. Mm. I'm glad that smirk was wiped off Cersei's face real quick. Absolutely. <clears throat> when she found out she had to marry Loras and get to birthing some babies that ain't Jamie's. <laughs> Tywin. Tywin verbally bitch slapped her when he mentioned those rumors yep. that she probably thought he didn't know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what kind of bitch is Littlefinger? You can't have her, so you sell her out to the Lannisters as punishment? Mm. Wow. No wonder the only woman that wants you is still breastfeeding a 15-year-old child. Ah! <laughs> that boy ain't 15. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might be by yeah. now. Yeah, he might be by now, but he too damn old to be breastfeeding. 15 or 10 <laughs> is the same when it comes to breastfeeding. Oh, okay? shit. That is so nasty. <laughs> anyway, sisters, until next time, Taj. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Between you know anything over two, one and a half, two. Yeah, too old to be breastfeeding. That's too old to be breastfeeding. Because mm. really, when they start getting teeth, that's when I'd be done. Because <laughs> <laughs> the gums hurt enough. Ooh lord! Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. The next one is from Sarah, Mrs. Northman. Oh hey, Sarah! Long time. Uh-huh. Hey, sisters. I just wanted to take a moment to appreciate you and thank you for keeping me up to date on the happenings of Game of Thrones. You see, my husband announced last year he had an ingenious plan to watch the show for free mm-hmm. and would set this plan into motion for season three. Huh? Go ahead. Well, ladies, five Game of... No, she says why, five GD. You know what that means. Yeah. You like to say it. Episodes later... Yes, half the season, and I still haven't seen one episode. Oh, my goodness. See? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Husband? Well, oh, well. He has a tight ass and brings me things, so I'll keep him. Ooh. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't understand. What are you talking she, about? She's talking so, about he had husband, some brilliant scheme to save money. No, to probably get it in some kind of way where he didn't have to pay for it. But it didn't fell. It, it obviously fell through. Oh, this scheme obviously fell mm-hmm. through. So now we halfway through the season and she, she still ain't seen, seen shit. Game of Thrones. Because his plan done fell through. Uh-oh. Honey, even Ooh. if he had a tight ass and bought me gifts, he'd have to buy me some damn HBO. Uh... Sarah, your husband in trouble. He in trouble. He in trouble. The sister told him, go get some damn HBO. Quit being cheap. Sister Jay say, uh, you in trouble, dude. Mm-hmm. Anyway, look, you know, you could buy the series on, I think you can get it on iTunes. I think. I, I think, think you can. I've never, I've never looked to see if you could, because I've always had HBO, but. Yeah. Or go to a friend's house who got HBO. Yeah, something. Dang. Husband of Sarah. Come on, Sarah's husband. Anyway, looking forward to hearing your take on Dim Thrones and True Blood. Now, you know you're going to oh, get it for True Oh, you know you got to get some for True Blood, girl. Can't mm. wait for another season of Sookie hanging off Bill's feet. No, Bill's teeth. <laughs> and, get, and Eric getting the cold shoulder. Oh, my God. Can't wait. 
Can mm. you smell the sarcasm? Uh-huh. Sorry, Sister J, for this email being so damn long. It's not that long. Damn long. I can hear you sighing in frustration or saying, oh, Lord, as I type this. <laughs> Mrs. Northman. <laughs> well, Sarah, thank you for that email. And I'm saying, oh, Lord, because, you know, we done been through this 50 million times. Eric is mine. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, you know, uh-uh. Soon as he divorced me, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Sarah, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> okay our next email is from Leslie hey Leslie hey hey sisters each new episode of Game of Thrones just keeps getting better doesn't it it does first of all holy cannoli check out the body on Brienne mm-hmm. she is an original Amazon beauty yep I bet Jamie was really regretting that he only had one hand while he was alone with her in that bath yep I I can't picture them ever becoming a pair, but I love the way their relationship is evolving, and I can picture them being lifelong friends, even if they find themselves on opposite sides of the fence. I think so, too. I agree. Yeah, I like Mm -hmm. that. Poor Arya. If she really wants to start getting things done, she needs to head over to Bravos ASAP. There you go! And enroll in How to Serve Up Your Enemies in the Red Gods 101 at the Jack and Hagar School of Death and Dismemberment. (laughs) Ha ha ha! second that. Yeah, we she need needs Jack to. and Hagar back. <laughs> we need him back pronto. Yeah, he was, he was good. Cersei needs to relax. Marion Loris Tyrell is a perfect match for her. Mm-hmm. He won't care about who she sleeps with any more than she would care about who he sleeps with. Mm-hmm. They, can, they can be each other's beards. Yeah. There are a lot, okay, so I get the beard reference now. Yeah. That we had a few. There are a lot Worst matches Tywin could make for her. But she is regretting cutting Sansa out of the picture the way she did now. Mm-hmm. Tywin is right. Not only is she not as smart as she thinks she is, she's a dumbass. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. And finally, I got a little choked up when Grey Worm told Danny that he wanted to keep his name. <coughs> Excuse me. Because that was the one he had when she freed him. Yeah. The amazing army she is building and the love she is earning from them gives me chills. Yep. Can't wait to see what will happen next. Westeros won't know what hit them. Much love, Leslie in Tulsa. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. Very much for that email. I'm hoping that this next episode has more Daenerys. Yeah. And less Jorah. Uh, yeah. Or less Jon Snow. Yeah. I want to see what happens to Sam. We don't need no Jon Snow. <clears throat> well, I'm okay with some, mm. but that was... They're not doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know? I'm going slow with that. Yeah. They're not doing nothing. Okay. Okay, thank you. Our next email is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. <clears throat> hey, love. Hi, lovely sisters. Thanks so much for the back-to-back episodes, and I'm so glad that you're both feeling better. Yep. Sister K, I hope you get back to 100% soon. You ladies are such troopers. I know I'm super late to the shit on that stupid one-star review party, <laughs> but I just had to add my own snark, too. <clears throat> as much as I love hearing Sister J put these dumbasses on blast, I have to shake my head at these tricks for posting the most asinine complaints. Really? Mm-hmm. The yep. volume was too loud for you, dummy? Does this mean that if I... if does this mean that if someone farts in your face, you're just going to stand there and smell their ass gas? Oh, Jackie! No, you fucking move outside of their fart bubble. 
just like you have the wherewithal to fucking turn no. the volume down on your stupid iPod or turn it off completely instead of jacking shit up for complete strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Jackie. Jackie. Woo. And she says, damn. <laughs> all right, let's get started. Okay. First of all, I totally get that the human body is a beautiful, wondrous gift of nature. But damn, couldn't Egrit and Jon Snow wash their stink off before ah, getting down to business? That's what somebody else said. After all of after all of that stomping around in those nasty animal hides, there's no way that your junk isn't a sweaty, musky pit of despair. Ooh. She needs to work on her pillow talk too. Mm. Now is not the time to play six degrees of separation with your hoo-ha. Ain't that the truth? Ain't nobody got time for that. If you have a naked, recently de-virginized Jon Snow in your clutches, get it, girl. Mm, mm, mm. She did. Speaking of bass, I love Jamie and Brienne's scene. Yep. Her reaction to his tortured confession was so telling, and the actor playing Jamie totally sold his monologue. Please note that I'm a shallow bitch. So I was probably just distracted from his ass shot and his dangling pair of Lannisters as he climbed down into that bath. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Jackie, I was going to say, I wasn't going to say this, but there was nothing dangling. And I was like, wait a minute. He's not really naked. He probably had one of them sock things yeah, on. Yeah, he had a sock on. Because when he stepped down into the tub, we would have seen more than what we saw. Yeah, he had a sock on. They just jacked with us, girl. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the other pair of Lannisters getting owned by their daddy in this final scene was awesome. Yep. I love Tywin wiping that shitting grin off of Cersei's face. Mm-hmm. In spite of Jamie's past fuckery, he still showed empathy for Brienne, unlike Cersei, who has no compassion whatsoever. None. Between the two of them, he seems to be somewhat redeemable. Yes, Sister Jay, he did try to kill Bran, but that's just another reminder of everyone... To close your damn blinds. Exactly. Yeah, Jackie, you are so right. Close your damn blinds. And Bram wouldn't have seen shit. He wouldn't have seen shit. Mm -hmm. At this point, I'm rooting for House Tyrell and House Targaryen as long as Lady Elena and Danny can be the head bitches in charge. That's right. King Rob is is totally failing at playing the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Just like his noble but totally dead father did. Mm-hmm. Stan is trying to awkwardly hug his daughter was all kinds of funny. Shireen was too adorable and well-adjusted yeah. to be raised by those two nut jobs. Crazy. Her mom and her jars of dead fetuses, shout out to the governor and his walker heads, <laughs> are clearly competing with Catelyn's sister for the craziest bitch and all of Westeros Award. <laughs> Were those dragon scales on Shireen's face, or was mm-hmm. it wildfire scars? Wildfire, I think. No, I think she was born that way. So it, it looked like scales to me, too, but I think she was born that way. I think it's a burn. I don't think it's a burn. Hmm. There's so much more to come, because a burn wouldn't have you locked up in a dungeon to me. Well, her face is what why they locked her up. Yeah, I think she was born with it. Hmm. But anyway... There's so much more to comment on, but I'll spare poor Sister Jay's nerves and end it here. <laughs> out loud. As always, can't wait to hear your, your and everyone else's feedback. Thanks again for rallying to give your rabid fans another hit of the best podcast ever. Love you, ladies. Jackie. Thank you, Jackie, Thank you, Jackie. for that long-ass email, girl. But, man, that was a good that one. That was a good one, and we're happy to have you back. Yay! <laughs>
How, how's married life treating you? Uh-huh. She said, I'm busy. Yeah, that, she mm-hmm. is busy. Thank you, Thank Jackie. You, okay, our next email is from Juan. Hey, Juan. Hello, sisters. You guys are really great. I came across your podcast while looking for a Game of Thrones reviews, and you guys bring a fresh take to my favorite show. Cool. Since finding out about your show a month ago, I've listened to all of season two of Game of Thrones, season three of Walking Dead, and now season three of uh, Game of Thrones. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Because we've had a lot of long-ass discussions. Long. And I've enjoyed every minute of it. Cool. What prompted me to finally write was last week when you guys were discussing Jon Snow's parentage. Uh Uh-huh. This is one of my favorite topics in Game of Thrones, as there are several theories out there, and I'll share which one I ascribe to. Okay. No no spoilers, as all evidence are obtained from various backstories told in book one. The story so far goes, Rhaegar Targaryen, Danny's older brother, married Elia Martell, and they had two kids, but their marriage was political, so he wasn't really into her. At one of the tournaments, like the one they had in season one, where the mountain chopped the head off that horse, oh, yeah. Rhaegar met his true love, Lyanna Stark, Ned's sister, and after winning the tournament, he dedicates the tournament to her, crowns her the queen of love and beauty, and gives her a crown made of blue flowers, all the while um, his wife was sitting in the stands. Mm. The pair fell in love, and together they ran away to the Tower of Joy in the Red Mountains of Dorne. While there, Rhaegar gets Lyanna pregnant, but he couldn't stay because he had to go fight Robert, who, thinking that Rhaegar abducted Lyanna, declared war on the throne. Ooh. Oh! Before he left, Rhaegar called for three of the king's guard to protect Lyanna at the Tower of Joy. Meanwhile, Ned, who also believes his sister was abducted, somehow discovered Lyanna's location, and he and six of his northmen go to the Tower of Joy to get her back. They fight the three king's guard, and, and only Ned and Howland Reed, father to Jojen and Mira, <clears throat> yeah. are left alive. Yeah. Ned enters the tower to find Liana, who has given birth to the baby, but due to complications of childbirth, is dying. She makes Ned promise not to reveal the child's true heritage to anyone, lest Robert's hatred of all Targaryens lead him to kill the child. Then she dies. Ned names the child John. He goes to Starfell to return the sword of one of the King's guard to his family, and there he conspires with Willa to pretend she's John's mother. Who's Willa? Uh, uh, mm. <clears throat> um, Ned ri- then night rides north with John, claiming the son that he is his and Willa's to protect John from Robert's Targaryen hatred. Gotcha. Now all this is theorized from different quotes throughout the book. I left them out for spoiler purposes. But if you guys would like to see the evidence, let me know and I'll email them to you. Anyway, sorry for the long-ass email, and I look forward to hearing you guys again, Juan. Thank you, Juan, for that email. That is interesting. That is very interesting. Okay, so if this is information from the books, is he saying that it was also information on the first season of the show? Because I don't remember this. I do not. I don't read the books, so. No, well, he's saying it's taken... From some information from the book and and some from I think okay because see theories that people right, have because see what's written in the book even though the, uh, this series is following the books it's not always exactly the same just like right. The Walking Dead is based upon the graphic novels and they have deviated certain characters because and it's just like uh, True Blood 
you know, Lafayette's character was supposed to be dead in season in book one. So, you know, they, they deviate from the actual book. So I don't think that information has been imparted. No, he's saying that um, the evidence was obtained from various backstories told in book one. And then he says that um, some of this is theorized from different quotes throughout the books. Right. Well, so but okay. I don't know that it actually says this is what happens. This is what people, he said there's several right. theories out there and right. this is what people theorize. But that's interesting though, because I do, because it's been a while since I've read the book and watched season one, but I do remember the war was started because of the sister and Robert loved her, but then she fell in love with someone else. So, so yeah. did they say that in, in the season one of the series? I don't, like I just told you, I don't remember. Yeah, well, let's one. not discuss the book then. Thank you, Juan, for that email. Thank you, Juan. But I, I like that theory, though. I like that. I wonder, ooh, mm, yeah, lots of food for thought. Okay, our next email is from Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey there, sisters. Tim from Australia here. I hope that you're both well and over that whole bronchitis situation. Well done for soldiering on through it. I tried to get in at least one small... One email for each season on, of your podcast, but although I'm not sending in emails often, rest assured that every time a new episode pops onto my iPod, I'm definitely still squealing like a teenage girl <laughs> <clears throat> running like running into Justin Bieber down at her local supermarket. <laughs> Thank goodness for that bath episode. Having laughed out loud at Sister K's musings on how astronauts manage to pee in your last podcast. <laughs> I think we all wonder about the logistics of television programs. Yeah. Bearing in mind that deodorant was really only widely used from the 1920s, I always find myself concerned with how badly everyone in historical settings must smell. Yes. So I completely empathize with you, Sister K. Were I Jon Snow, I probably would... I probably... Gosh, I can't read. Were I Jon Snow, I would probably only have got down and dirty with a grit after having a bath, mm -hmm. not beforehand. Although, well done her for obviously managed to keep her armpit shaved in the middle of a tundra. Mm. That is true. Mm -hmm. I guess we have to overlook that kind of stuff, though. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> they couldn't have her with armpit hair and stuff. Yeah, they could. have. It'd be authentic. Ugh, no, we don't need to go that authentic. Mm. Quickly shout out to Leslie from Tulsa. I have been influenced by her and how, and now mutter under my breath about the people who push in front of me for the tram each morning. <laughs> I am fully confirmed in my belief that they need to get themselves bit. <laughs> uh -huh. I also agree with Leslie 100% that the listeners who email in are brilliant and pick up on things that I just don't even think about. Mm -hmm. I'm obviously too concerned about armpit hair. <laughs> I'm with you, though. I don't like no armpit hair. Mm-mm. And that thing about getting bit, I was thinking about that this yeah. week. Yeah. While on the job, and I was annoyed. I'm like, these mm -hmm. fuckers need, need to get, get bit. bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You two are just killing me with your observations and laughter. I, first, I feel sorry for any fools who dare give you one-star reviews on iTunes. Ain't that the truth? I am pretty sure that you two will bide your time, and one day those unsuspecting folk will end up with their lips sewn shut and quivering in a crate, <laughs> just like Varys' sorcerer. Hoo -hoo. As soon as I find out who 
or as soon as I find out how to get an audio file together, I'll send you a voicemail. Cool. They're great, and and Bunny from New York was especially great. Yeah. I want to hear her say with an unbelievably fantastic New York draw, "Hey, I'm walking a friggin' dragon here." <laughs> Okay, send us a voicemail, buddy. Okay, buddy, and you say that. Say, hey, I'm walking You're a freaking dragon, dragon here. here. Yeah, and yeah, Tim, send us a voicemail so we can uh, hear your Australian accent. You know, we should try to read these with accents. Oh hell no! Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I, I can't do. I don't. Thank know God. How to do an Australian? You know, it's so different. Weird, not weird, but it's amazing to me how, like, in British or. British people, when they say the word no, it's totally different than when Australians say the word no. Okay. And I only realized this because I was watching, hey, Tim, I was watching on YouTube your big brother Australia from last year. Oh, God. Which is actually very interesting, but I'm just amazed by this, the accents there, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how it's different than, I don't know. It's interesting. Anyway. All right. <clears throat> take care of yourselves and a big hi to all the listeners out there. I wouldn't even be watching Game of Thrones without this podcast being around, but thank goodness I did. It's such a great show. I really just came along for the ride from the True Blood podcast where I learned where I learned no black girl is ever going to have a center part in her hair. Hell no. <laughs> I can't risk missing out on other pearls of wisdom from the sisters and their listeners. Best wishes, Tim. P.S. Don't be fooled by Jamie Lannister. He cold-bloodedly murdered his own cousin just for a chance to get away from the Starks. Yep. You mark my words. Yep. Tim. Thank you, Tim, Thank for, you, for Tim. that wonderful email. And, Tim, just to correct you one thing, one little bitty correction, and that is no black girl with natural hair got a part in the middle. There's a lot of black girls who straightened their hair bone straight. They were a middle part, and that's okay. We're talking about with the afro. Right, but we talking about with afro, so. Well, apparently there is. Oh, hell no. There are. Uh, I listened back to one of our older podcasts. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Tammy who had written in that she was distracted because <laughs> Andreas, her husband, had turned on one of those TV shows uh, mm. where like people are moving into a house or trying to find a house, and there was a black woman on there with the afro with the center part. Lord, I don't and I forgot it. about that. Episode. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't there believe are it. people out there that do it, but I don't I'm believe like, it. It's just so random. Oh, I don't believe it anyway. And on the topic of hair, which we said okay. we wouldn't really go into, All right. I just want to say, why are people up in arms about Beyonce's baby's hair not being combed and not one snippet of picture? We don't know if she didn't comb the baby's hair. Where in the hell did the baby this come from? I never heard this. Yes, it was on um, the. It was on some one of those entertainment shows where people have been up in arms, blasting Beyonce because in this one picture she's holding the baby in a restaurant and the baby's hair is all over the baby's head. First of all, it's a black baby, and black babies' <laughs> hair don't lay down. <laughs> she might have had combed the baby's hair, but it's a baby. It probably was laying on the floor, or it had its hands in its hair, and the hair came out. But they got all these, and you know who it is. Black people, stop doing this. Because white people don't care. I haven't seen this. Black people, stop. I guess they... We had this discussion last summer mm. around the Olympics when y'all was talking about Gabby Douglas's hair. Oh, yeah. We said we weren't going to do that no more, black people. And I bet you it's more than black people as black women. Mm-hmm. I don't think black men care either. 
We need to stop doing this to each other. We need to quit. We just need to I, stop. This is the first it's I've ever heard baby. of it. Baby, well, go look it up. Google it. Mm. People are tweeting that she's a bad mother. She doesn't know how to take care of her child. She is wrong for having her baby in the limelight with her hair all over her head. And I'm think I'm just saying it's time for us to stop this kind of discussion. It's stupid. It's a fucking baby. Babies are gonna be wild looking. <laughs> Go to Walmart. You're going to see at least 10 of them. And what bothers me even more than a nappy-headed baby is a baby with no freaking shoes, no pants, a diaper, sitting in the damn cart. I don't want no baby's ass on the cart that I'm going to be putting my groceries in. And then one lady, I'm not going to tell you, it was a person of color, but I'm not going to say, had her damn baby who just learned how to walk, obviously, walking in the freaking store with no shoes or socks on. Mm. So its little feet was on that nasty-ass floor at <laughs> nasty, Walmart. yeah. Why do people do that? Don't ask me, but let's get You on. got clothes on. Okay. Put some damn clothes on your baby. Let's get on with Sorry, that. Sorry, I, I had to let it out. Lord have mercy. I had to let it out. <laughs> it's just, we got to stop people. We got to stop. <clears throat> well, thank you, Tim, for your email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, our right. next piece of feedback is actually a voicemail. Okay. So let me play that now. Hey, what's up, sisters? This is Brother Ray sending you some love from St. Louis. Just had to respond to this latest episode. Um, people online were saying how romantic it was between Johnny and Egret. That was nasty. I'm just, I'm just saying, that was nasty. <laughs> I mean, the water's right there. Come on. You know, no, nobody needs to eat off a dirty plate. I'm just saying. On to them thrones. Um... Cersei has said before that Varys was dangerous because he doesn't have his manhood. And I'd be damned if if Tyrell didn't prove her right. I'm like, oh, man, Marjorie and Elena are there to play the game. But Loras, he's just playing around. I was mad about that. I mean, all they planning going down the drain because he couldn't keep it in his hands. So I'm hoping that my ladies got a backup plan. I'm pretty sure they do. Speaking of, <laughs> Lawrence and Cersei getting married. I was rolling at the end of that episode. Cersei thinks she's a queen bee. She was all last season. Daddy come in and is like, you my daughter. I laughed my, well, you know what I laughed off. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that all plays out. Let's go on to the starts. Man, I used to love the starts, but I not so much anymore. The problem with Daddy Stark and Rob Stark is they don't want to play the game. The problem is how are you gonna win the game if you ain't playing the game? And the problem is they gonna lose the game. So I don't see anything good coming from that. Lastly, let's and there's so much to talk about in this episode, but I'm just gonna I have to talk about our little Arya. The only Stark I even care about. Um, I love the way she just kind of pumped the Lord of Light. She was like, oh, okay, you you brought him back six times. Oh, okay, well, I got a man that don't have a head. Bring him back once. Come on, one time. One time, I dare you. I loved it. Anyway, just had to respond and just say how much I love your podcast. And um, 
Catch you later. Thank you, Brother Ray, for that voicemail. Thank you, Brother Ooh, Ray. We are loving your voice. Nice. Anyway, you had us cracking up with that nasty egret and John. Yes. He said, you don't eat off a dirty, dirty plate. Dirty plate. <laughs> 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 You're right. And several people have said this. Yeah. Why did they? Because we skipped over that whole yeah. scene. Yeah. I mean, the pool was right there. Jump in the tub first. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And yes, I loved the whole um, daddy, Cersei mm-hmm. thing. Look, you going to marry Loras. Actually, and several people have said this, that would be the best match because then you wouldn't have to really sleep with them right. much just to have a baby. But I, I really like your comment, Brother Wade, when you said, look, Marjorie and Lady Olena, they came there to play the game. Yes. Laura's just there to play around, and he's undoing all they planned. So hopefully they got a backup plan. That is so true. Yes. That's a good observation. Because, yeah, first little thing wiggled his tail in his face, and he's he's off to bed with this little squire. It's okay if he went to bed with him, but then he's got to flopping his damn gums. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like, yeah, I'm engaged. Telling all star. his business. Yeah. He fell in love way too damn quick. Mm. And anyway. wait, how long has it been since? I guess it's been about a year since Renly. Yeah, so I guess it's it's time. But yeah, still. Well, I'm sure he's done had uh, uh, sex with other other people in between then. Well, we just ain't seen it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, thank you for thank that, you, brother Ray. Okay, our next email is from uh, Latoya. Latoya. Hey, hey Toya. <clears throat> Hey, sisters, hope all is well. And Sister K, I hope you're feeling better. Okay, let me just jump right in. Can I just tell you that I love Grandma Thorns? <laughs> she is not to be played with at all. That's right. I love the scenes between her and Barris. I don't remember exactly what she said, but something about her ancient lady parts and Barris's missing man parts. Yeah. Laugh out loud. She is too much. She said, what happens when the non-existence... Bumps up against the decrepit. Yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Direct, smart, and a worthy opponent to match with with anyone in the kingdom. I see where Marjorie gets it. Mm-hmm. And what I'm interested in, and hopefully we see it in the next episode, is what their reaction is to this new twist. Twist. Yeah. To their plan. Yeah, that's what I want to see, because them ladies ain't to be toyed with. Yes. Woo. Now that they're onto them, mm-hmm. that might bode ill for them oh for the uh Tyrells. i don't think so they're pretty formidable i hope so i don't think so great dialogue between jamie and brienne y'all think the story he told her was true yeah if not he sure fooled me laugh out loud they might as well stop pussyfooting around each other and get to doing it <laughs> i think they are starting to fall for each other i think so too i think so but i i don't well, I, I think, think they so. like each other. I don't know that they're going no, to get to that level. No, nah, because he was looking at her bod. He was not. He was. You go back and look at he that. He looked down, yes, but then he was like, I'm sorry, and he went on. Mm. He ain't, first of all, he ain't got the strength for all that. He just had his hand uh, You know what? Off. Yeah, uh-huh. You keep believing that. Yeah. Like you kept believing that that boy who was torturing Theon wasn't the same one. Mm-hmm. I know, I sure didn't. Yeah. Um. Speaking of doing it, Jon Snow, in my egret voice, laugh out loud, can you do that thing you did with your mouth earlier to me, one more again? Mm. Laughing my ass off. I know Sister J was fanning herself during that scene. 
No. I was too, but I digress. No, I, I was not. I was trying not to avert my eyes because the whole thing was just mm, not appealing to me. And it really wasn't a scene no. with much in it. Um, Tywin is really starting to throw some salt in Littlefinger's plan, Annie. Mm-hmm. I loved how he told Tyrion to marry Sansa and shut Cersei right up with telling her she was going to marry Loras. Mm-hmm. Boop! Yep. <laughs> if I had something to say about the Unsullied, but I can't damn remember what it was, laugh out loud. <laughs> what in the seven hells is going on with my memory? Mm. I'm sure one of the other listeners will cover it. P.S. Two quick questions. What was up with those dead babies in the jars? I know. And please explain to me what the iron price means. Well, until next week, you ladies, take it easy. Toya. Thank you, Toya, for that Thank email. Thank you, Toya. I'm not quite clear why that woman has those stillborn babies in them jars. I don't think. I think it says a remembrance. I don't them. know. That's some crazy shit. I would have buried them and yeah. went to a grave site, but maybe she can't. Mm. Maybe she really is, like, stuck up in that castle. And She's crazy. I don't know. Mm. And the iron price means, did you take what you wanted with death and destruction? And that's what the um, Iron Islanders say is the iron price. It's when they mm-hmm. go pillage and get what they want. Yeah. So when, like, um, Theon's daddy said, did you pay gold for that or did you pay the iron price? Did you go take it and steal it? And yeah. Get it? <clears throat> so, thank you, Toya. Thank you, Toya. Okay, our next email is from Alabama Freddie. Hey, Freddie. Hey, sisters. Someone's got to say it, so here goes. Jon Snow got Egret lickmatized. <laughs> Where to start? Okay. Egret got Jon to break them vows. Mm-hmm. Those animal skins come flying off, and I started to get a little nervous when she got down to that baggy little sack dress. Just hanging on her skinny self. Mm-hmm. But then off comes the dress and praise be, no silver dollar pancakes. Can I get an amen, <laughs> Sister J? Mm. She, no. Mm-hmm. She has a cute little shape, even though she could stand to gain at least 15 to 20 pounds. What? I think she needs to gain like 30 pounds or something. She got a cute little shape. Were we watching the same show? He's a man, Sister J. Oh, sorry. Okay. Mm. They like him like that. Lord, yes. Lord, Lord. Lord. Mm. I just don't think boniness, but he did say she could stand a game. Yeah, 15, he did pounds. say 15, She would look better. 20 pounds. Now, to me, this goes back, well, not goes back, but this is just the point I want to make. Do y'all remember Angelina Jolie back in the mm-hmm. um, ter- Tomb Raider days? Yep. Where she was shapely. Now, when you watch Angelina now, she's too skinny to me. She's and it very, makes her look old yeah, and dried she's too up. Thin. And yeah, she is way too thin. Way too thin. So I don't think she's as cute as she was mm-hmm. back in them older days. Well, but she's older too. Yeah, but I think people when they get too skinny though, I it agree. takes away from their look. I don't know. Yeah, but that's all they put in these damn shows. I know. Well, yeah. Okay, so he goes on to say that pitiful little Arya. Poor thing had my heart breaking over and over. <laughs> no hound justice. Mm-hmm. Can't bring her, da- her dad back to life. Gendry's leaving her. Mm-hmm. And if that's not enough, she figures out that the Brotherhood is basically making her a prisoner for money. But she calls them out on that shit. Mm-hmm. That's one smart little girl who's going to hold her own with those power players one day. Are we supposed to feel something for Jamie now? I wanted to. But I also wanted to see Brienne splash a little bit of that hot water on his stump. <laughs> <laughs> she 
see if he refuses milk of the poppy then. Oh, Lord! When? Um, wasn't that a nasty scene? <laughs> if that were me, I'd have drunk that milk and sent <laughs> more folks out to keep on milking them poppies. Me too! Uh-huh. Me too! Me too! What's up with Baelish? He sure gave up on Sansa too easily. No, he didn't. I don't think he did. Makes me wonder if he hasn't known where Arya has been since Tywin had her in Harrenhal. Mm-hmm. You just know Littlefinger wouldn't lose Sansa without a backup. She's his key to the north. Do you think he'll have to go through with... I think... Okay, let me pause real quick. I think Littlefinger played that perfectly for him because what's going to happen is when Sansa finds out she's supposed to marry Tyrion, she's going to say, Littlefinger, Littlefinger, let me go with you now. Yeah. I want to go with you now. And, and so, they're going to go. So then he's going to get what he really wanted anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to marry Tyrion. Um, do you think he'll have to go through with his wedding to crazy Lyssa now? Mm. It would serve him right for plotting with Cersei and causing Tyrion to wed Sansa against his will. Tyrion just caught hell from Shay over his concern for Sansa. And now he's, gonna ma- he's got to marry her? It's hard out there for an imp. <laughs> now see that's what I want to see yeah Shay gonna be Shay mad Shay gonna be pissed mm-hmm. cause she already said oh you think she's pretty mm-hmm. remember remember that conversation she gonna be hot mm-hmm. did you see the look on Sarah's face when Tywin told her she's got to marry Loras and start pushing out babies yep that's going to be a honeymoon to see. Mm. But we don't see Cersei without her wine glass for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the truth. truth. She going to have that glass in her hand all the time. <clears throat> Ooh. Stannis is married to the governess. What's the deal with people keeping dead folk in fish tanks? I know. Guess it's cheaper than feeding a goldfish. Mm. Did you see the size of that baby in the middle tank? Yeah, it's big. It's big. Why couldn't the Red Witch bring those babies back to life the way the Red Priest does? Yeah. And if you can bring back the dead, why can't you heal a little girl's face? Poor little Penny 2.0. Oh! Oh, that's excellent! That is excellent. We haven't seen that Melisandre can heal or anything, but I don't think, even if she could, she wouldn't want to heal her face. Because her being cupped, kept off to the side mm-hmm. serves her purposes better. That's true. And plus, how would that help? Because she's a girl. And, and they want a boy. Yes. They want sons. And I have a feeling that that prayer or whatever that they do has to be done pretty quick. Yeah. And don't you find it, now that we, uh, now that I think about it, don't you find it interesting that all of his sons are stillborn, but the daughter was not? Well... Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Yeah. Uh huh. I just think that, like, when um, what's his name, Barrett died, and Thoros, you know, was saying that prayer. He did it quick. So I don't think if they wait five minutes, it'll work. I mean, I think he has to do it pretty quick. So I don't think. Yeah. He can, I don't know. <clears throat> That's my guess. Mm. He says Rob is stupid. Stupid don't last long in Game of Thrones. Nope. Oh, and that's the other thing about um, Brother Ray's uh, comments that we skipped. <clears throat> the whole thing about he don't care about Rob and Rob is just as dumb as Ned and stuff. I mean, I think that's what Arya has learned is that, you know, yeah, my dad was honorable and he told the truth, but that's why his ass is dead, too. Yeah. And I'm not going that route. Yeah. And I, you're right, Brother Ray. That's the, the problem that Rob is going to find is that. Yeah, he can try to be honorable, but that's not going to win nothing. 
That's true. You don't have to get ruthless like he was. So hopefully he keeps that. But I mean, <clears throat> but he had to. He had to kill that guy. He had to. Even mm. even losing half his men, he he had to. I would have had to. T- by the same token, he should have let his men see him do something to his mama. She should have got 40 lashes, something. Well, that's why he keeps her eyes locked up. Well, but she ain't locked up. No, She's she everywhere not. he is. That's and true. she ain't got no goddamn chains. She ain't, doing the, she ain't doing the perp walk or nothing. Since Jay, okay. You She's just always there. No. She needs some. True. She needs some consequences. Well, it's good that she wasn't um, in no dungeon because the car start probably would have killed her. Well, hey, that's fine. No, I don't want her to get killed. Yeah, well. <clears throat> he says, um, no Varys, no dragons, not enough Khaleesi. I feel cheated. <laughs> Maybe this week. Until then, fair sisters, love and peace, Alabama Freddie. Thank you, Alabama Freddie. And you, Freddy. you know what? I agree with your last comment. No Varys, no Khaleesi. Yeah, we need them this week. Yeah, well, we had Khaleesi, but it wasn't enough. Oh, we it was very no short. No dragons. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, our next email comment is from, who is this from? Felicia. Hey, Felicia. Hey, sisters. Hope you had a fabulous Saturday. It's been a while, but I recently caught up on your podcast for this season, and I must say that y'all are still the most entertaining Game of Thrones podcast around. Yay. I did post and rate to your iTunes page. Five stars. Thank Yay. you, Felicia. Thank you, Felicia. On to my thoughts, and sorry for the long email. Uh-oh. Daenerys continues to rock the cast box. Yeah. Ask the poor and any place else that she and her babies might be hanging out. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, the Mother of Dragons is and has always been the true heir to the throne of Westeros. I think so, too. I'm seriously weeping for Commander Mormont, but glad his glad that nasty-ass, incestuous bastard... Is dead. Oh, I'm glad to. I have to agree with Sister J on a few things. Fantastic scene, best in show, between Jamie and Brienne, but only a little sympathy for the Kingslayer. Mm-hmm. Like Sister J said, that's why there's prohibitions against them things. Yeah! Laugh out loud. Sam is irritating. Sorry, Sister K. <laughs> no, he ain't. Yes, he is. Holes in the crate, good catch. Because I had noticed them. I didn't even want to know what Varys has in store for that sorcerer. <clears throat> Sister K, hope you're feeling better. We'll listen to all the old Game of Thrones podcasts again today while cleaning. You, you're you more low-key, but funny as hell. <laughs> Regarding Zaro and Daenerys in season two. Girl, when you said, he's going to have to bust out that key and open that shit up so I can see what I'm marrying. I dropped my mop and fell on the floor. Love the classics. <laughs> shit what does he really have and then later on we found out he didn't have shit <laughs> that was funny that was funny though. i remember that episode uh-huh brand Ugh. that storyline this season is like daenerys's in the red waist last season mm-hmm. i'm a very patient viewer but after 2.5 seasons they need to put some meaning behind these damn visions and right exactly they need to get on with it now on to my love-hate rant because I've longed to see the Starks reunite. Rob is fine. A good, brave young man with good intentions, but he has been thugging up. Yep. And she says thug in. <laughs> it's true. Starks are stupid. As with anything involving high stakes and lots of resources, Rob's problem started by not having a clear objective, plan, and end game for going after the Lannisters. Talissa called him, called it when she met him. 
He'd already say that he didn't want the Iron Throne. So what the hell was he doing? Um, mm-hmm. If he wanted revenge for Ned, then he should have killed Jamie immediately after capture, mm-hmm. perhaps sparing the young Karstark's murder in the cage. If it ha- if it was to get Sansa and Arya back, he should have brokered a trade for Jamie for his sisters immediately, sparing Catelyn a difficult choice to save Jamie. <coughs> Remember the scene where Tywin said they have my son. Tyrion sent, or excuse me, Tywin sent Tyrion to King's Landing to act as the hand because he was pissed about Joffrey killing Ned. He said himself that Ned had been a valuable bargaining chip for trade to get his son and heir Jamie back. Mm-hmm. Giving them Sansa for Jamie would have been a bargain in comparison. Instead, the young wolf let that situation fester, creating a standoff between the vengeful Karstarks and a desperate Catelyn. Yep. <clears throat> that is so true. Yep. And oh, lordy, and oh, lowly ward or Iron Island's lord. Hmm. Wonder which one little Theon is going to pursue if you, if you send him back home to a long lost daddy that hates the Starks. Never trust, trust a Greyjoy. Rob disregarding Catelyn's strong advice about those lying, reaving, and raping Greyjoys, which led to us watching a smoking Winterfell during the title sequence. Yep. Now he's lost half his army, the Karstarks. Disenfranchised his most trusted political advisor, Cat. His former best friend, Theon, is getting a pedicure in a torture chamber. <laughs> and his homeless young brothers are roaming the countryside with Hodor, Osha, Hansel, and Gretel chasing crows. <laughs> Oh, Hodor, Osha, Hansel, and Gretel. Oh, that's good. I like it. He's lost the respect of his troops who have left their families at home while he's been distracted by a woman we still hardly know in the middle of a war and by breaking an important pact with Walter Frey. Yeah. Well, at least he's getting laid, shaking my head. Mm. He's going to need more than those lovely lips of his to talk to... uh, of his, though, to talk Water Frey into helping him with a desperate attempt to take Casterly Rock now. Yep. Rob has always been a favorite, but this cannot end well. Um, and then she had a second um, comment. Um, oh, wait. Then, hold on. She says, okay, I had to catch up, but I promise my next comments will be brief. Snort. Live well, ladies, and keep up the great look, Fel- work, Felicia. And then she says, P.S., we believe that Jon Snow was the product of Rhaegar and Ned's sister since season one. As one of your other commenters suggested previously, he is the ice and fire. Ned was too noble to cheat, and there's been so many, um, so very many clues suggesting this. I'll comment more on this later, Felicia. Thank you, Felicia. Thank you, Felicia. For that long email. That was, that was great. But that was good. She that broke it down good. on Rob. Yeah. She that is a down. very good comment on mm-hmm. Rob because, yeah. That was very, very insightful. And it's true. We, he did pause all of that shit mm-hmm. to marry Talissa. Yep. To go to the funeral, which he needed to go to his granddaddy's right. funeral. But especially to marry uh, uh, Talissa because, and that angered his men first. Yeah. Before Catelyn let Jamie uh, uh, Lannister go. Well, no, he let Jamie go before. Oh, that's right. That's right. Marrying her. That's right. Because it wasn't until. Jamie got let go. That he said, "Oh fuck this! I'm marrying. I'm marrying who I want to marry." Yeah, and screw yeah. mama. And that's what he did. You know. But then that angered his men because you know that, as you pointed out, they left their families at home. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Felicia. Thank you. Okay, and our la- our last email for this week is from I think it's Brian. Brian. Okay. Okay. Hello, Sister James. It's okay. My name is 
Bongwe, BJ, hello, in Facebook, and I'm a long-time listener to your Game of Thrones podcast. Okay. Um, I really like your podcast because it gives honest review from a regular fan's point of view. I listen to another Game of Thrones podcast, and although I like them too, it's more of a book reader's point of view. Another thing I like in Sister Speak podcast is the chemistry between the two of you and the listeners. I look forward not only to your episode review, but to the emails that the listener sends. To the iTunes one-star reviewer from two weeks ago, <laughs> this is one of the best Game of Thrones podcasts, and I pray to the seven gods to inflict porridge plague <laughs> on you, or send Stannis' shadow baby because the night is dark and full of terrors. <laughs> <clears throat> That's funny. Now, to the episode, and sorry, Sister J, this might be long. Uh-oh. It is long. Come on, BJ. The Hound duel with Mr. Flaming Sword Guy was epic. The Hound, great as a fighter, great as a fighter he is, mm-hmm. was at a disadvantage because of his fear with fire. I think Flaming Sword Guy lost because his sword eventually weakened from the fire causing him his life. Oh wait, he's oh. alive. And apparently got revived six times by the Red Priest. <laughs> Arya is my favorite character, and I feel sorry for her in this episode. First, Gendry decides to leave her and stay with the Brotherhood. <laughs> the, I have no family, I'm your family, no, you're my lady, mm-hmm. exchange was really sad for Arya. Then, when she learns the Red Priest can resurrect a dying man, and she asks if he can revive a headless man, not six times, just once. Mm-hmm. How about Jamie's backstory? <coughs> Excuse me. We all know all the Lannister kids have daddy issues. Yeah. But Jamie was labeled dishonorable for doing the right thing. Yeah. I remember a conversation between him and Catelyn last season where he said he is praised for all the bad things that he de- he's done, but hated for the one right thing he did. Mm-hmm. And now we know what that is. Yeah. The way he corrected Brienne that his name is Jamie when he was passing out tells that it was genuine. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. That was a good scene. Mm Mm-hmm. The Beyond the Wall stuff was all about Jon Snow and Ygritte. It's funny how Ygritte was mocking Jon until he went down on her. Equally funny when Jon asked who made her, who made her, and she went on details of the guy she had sex with. Mm -hmm. Sigh. You know nothing, Jon Snow. This raises a question, though. Will he remain faithful to the Night's Watch now that he has Ygritte? Have you heard they are actually dating in real life? Mm. Oh, no, I didn't hear that. Mm-mm. Now to the politics of King's Landing. Well, he needs somebody with some meat on it. <coughs> well, he like her. Mm. Um, now to the politics of King's Landing. The Tyrion and Grandma Tyrell scene just reminded me that the Tyrells are the second wealthiest family in Westeros and maybe the richest now during wartime and with yep. winter coming soon. Yeah. The Lannisters always have the gold. But the Tyrells' wealth are their food production. And we find out that the, uh, the <coughs> Lannisters don't have the gold. They borrowed everything from the Bank of Bravos. Well, they, he, they gave a lot of their money to the kingdom or to, the, That's to true, Joffrey. But, but, the <clears throat> but they borrowed a lot of other yes. stuff for, yeah. Um, Cersei, fearing the Tyrells asks Littlefinger's help, and so he sends one of his employees to play a sword fight with Loras for information. Daddy, I can't marry her... Um, oh, excuse me. Tywin, Cersei, and Tyrion's scene was great. Tyrion can't believe he was asked to marry Sansa. Daddy, I can't marry her. She's a freaking giant. I have to jump just to do a Jon Snow on her. Oh, and Shay is gonna nick me where it can't be a nick. 
That's true. Mm-hmm. Evil Cersei is just dying with joy that she pulled a good one on Tyrion. Yeah. Then Daddy Tywin just took that joy away when he said to Cersei that she's going to marry Loras. Yeah. Another guy that won't have any interest in her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Another one. <laughs> just like Robert Baratheon. <clears throat> that is so true. Mm-hmm. All I got in Storm's End is Stannis' crazy wife with the governor's aquarium. I like <laughs> everybody saying that. I, know, and I didn't even think about it. I didn't even it. think of that at yeah. the time. <sighs> I like Stannis's daughter, though. She was sweet. Yeah. Yeah, she was. She's sweet. The, the River Run scene started with the car starts killing the young Lannisters. I think this whole scene shows how some of Rob's bannermen had lost their trust of Rob. Yeah. Lord Carstark said he is the king that lost the North. Carstark believes his treason won't be punishable by death because Catelyn committed treason and wasn't beheaded. Mm-hmm. I think it was Carstark who mentioned that Rob lost his war the second he married the girl. Yeah. Well, Rob is about to ask for help from the phrase, the same people he betrayed when he married his wife. And I have the feeling this is a bad idea. I think so, too. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Khaleesi's part was great yet again. The speech by Grey Worm, how he wouldn't change his name because it was the one he was using when he got free, was really great. Mm-hmm. I also thought Jorah's treachery was going to be revealed because his connection with Varus was in the recap video before the episode began. Exactly. Me too. Danny might go to Dra- might go Dracarys on him, but I hope not. <laughs> well, he but was, hey. She'd be right to, she, though. She will eventually when she finds out. He was working with Varys, but I believe he had a change of heart when he realized how awesome and, and single Daenerys was. Mm. That is all I have for this episode, and I'm sorry it was long. I know <laughs> Sister K has Jack and Hagar, and Sister J has Samuel Tar- Tarly, and I think I have to claim... Oh, hell no, I don't have no Samuel Tarly. <laughs> You're getting that shit twisted. I think I have to claim that I'm Missandei's husband. Mm. Yeah, she is cute. She's very cute. Until next time, sisters. Um, P.S. Okay, his P.S. I won't read because it's got spoilers. But he's mm-hmm. talking about the theory of Jon Snow by mm-hmm. the other emailers. Okay. <clears throat> but he mentions that most of it's in um, the book one. Mm-hmm. So I won't read it just in case there are spoilers in there. Right. But thank you so much. Um, that was from B.J. Thank you, BJ. And no, I don't care a damn thing about no Samwell Tarly. She hates Sam. He is a a nuisance, and he is like Sam. And he is worth nothing. I like Sam. Anyway, all right. That was some great feedback, y'all. That was awesome feedback. Thank you guys so much. Okay, so we're gonna get ready for our. Feedback contest drawing where we had a lot of entries. A whole bunch. Over 40. A whole bunch. Over two weeks. So So we decided since we had so many that we're going to draw two names and send out two sets of prizes. Right, Sister J? Yep. And so those prizes are going to be the same. You're going to get one White Walker. White Walker. Funko Pop figurine and one Tyrion Lannister. Yep. Okay, so I'll draw first. Good luck, good luck, good luck. <laughs> okay. Tamalo. Hey, congratulations. That's um, she's from Twitter. So Tamalo Lori, send me uh send us your email, uh, your address and you will uh get this new prize. Okay. That's cool. her Twitter name, Tamalo. 
Oh, it's Lori. I was going to say, okay. So how did you know who it was? Okay. All okay, right. so the next, the second one, Sister oh. Jay is going to draw. Ow, my neck. My neck hurts. Oh, good grief. Draw my name, oh, Sister Jay. Well, dang. You didn't even fold these good. I sure did fold them. No, you didn't. Oh, Van! Woo! Van is the second winner. So, Van, you and Tamalo need to send us your address, and we will get out your prizes sometime. Post-haste. Yes, well, as soon as you send it to us. Yeah. We've had Email issues us. with people giving us their address. <laughs> okay, uh, uh. Okay, yeah. That was Anthony. That An- was for Anthony. Anthony, know you talking about him, so. Yes, okay. Anthony. Anyway, congratulations. Uh, who is Lori? Tamalo. Okay, Tamalo and, and Van. Van. So thank you to everyone for entering the contest. Um, we have so many great entries and so much great feedback. We had a bunch. We had a ton. We might do, I don't know, if we'll do another contest. Maybe we'll do one more before the season's over. Who does? But. Send us your feedback for um, this next episode. I think it's going to be good. I hope so. We're going to get, I'm sure we're going to get some good We need Khaleesi. We need Khaleesi and reactions to this wedding news. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, to send us an email, you can go to sisterspeak at gmail.com. Our um, Facebook page is facebook.com slash podcast. Our website is sisterspeakpodcast.com. We're both on Twitter at underscore Sister J and underscore Sister K and at sisterspeakcast. And um, you can leave us a voicemail or send us an audio file, which is really easy, especially if you have an iPhone. We can just do a voice recording and email it. Yep. So it's real simple. And we can't wait to hear what you have to say about the next epic episode, which I'm sure is going to be epic. Yep. All right, that's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.